This week, we're on enough liquid THC to get everybody in Detroit wasted as we discuss the 1988 Nightmare on Elm Street ripoff, kind of, Bad Dreams. Bloody Bits Horror Show. I'm your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always, Red Pilled Tim Yobo. How are you doing today, good sir? I'm doing very good. I can't wait to talk about this movie, which I was actually surprised about this movie. I was surprised about a lot I of saw things. That. I remember this. seeing this movie on VHS when it came out. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> okay, yeah. we'll, we'll have to get to that one, Tim, but we are not alone, of course. We are joined once again by the woman luring men into the turbine room. It's Candace. How are you doing today? Uh-huh. I'm doing fantastic. Took like a nice two-hour nap on my husband's legs, rendering him unable to go to the bathroom or drink water. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that. Nice. I was guy. like an old like dog, just cat? fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's asleep on my legs. I can't get up and move. Yeah, we're going to have to put you down, Candace. But joining us and the the suggester of this movie for uh, the, well, one of our final entries here in fake parole, longtime friend of the show, occasional host of the grind bin. I think that's what that asshole said. <laughs> it's Bobby. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. It is, uh, needless to say, a dream come true to be back on the bloody bits with you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? It's a pleasure to have you once again, especially here in the midst of fake parole, uh, our kind of theme well, the end month. of fake parole. The end, yeah, yeah, we're right at the end of it. Uh, and folks, before we get to bad dreams, though, you might think you're in a nightmare because Candace, what have you been consuming? I'll tell you what, I've been consuming in search of darkness three. Ooh, okay, it's five and a half hours long, so I have not finished it yet. Ooh. I started watching it last night. And because when I was super stoned, I mean, super stoned. <laughs> and I was like, oh, these are good because they're like member berries, you know, it's like, hey, mm-hmm. remember this movie from the 80s you love? And yeah, so it'd yeah. be like a nice little dopamine trip. But this third one goes into a lot of the more uh, uh, deeper hits. Like okay. it's, a, it's a lot of movies that I either A, have never heard of. Or B, I've heard of but never seen. Oh, yeah, they're and in the third edition. They already shit, hit all the big ones. The shit that I witnessed last night, <laughs> just Uh-oh. when you're talking about these movies, <laughs> like Possession. I knew of that movie, but I've never seen it, and it showed the scene. And I was like, that's way more graphic the than scene. I ever thought it was going to be. Oh, if you know Possession, you know the scene. Yeah. So, and then there was a... There's a, a vampire Indonesian film called The Mystics of Bali. Great movie. Which I'm going to put forward here, Eddie. You mm-hmm. need to put that in the blood bank. I looked for it. It's not in there. It really needs to be added. Most of the movies on the master list for In Search of Darkness are in the blood bank. Oh, okay. Well, but that's... Mystics of Bali is not one of them. And I thought it'd be great for November because there's a scene where 
this vampire sticks its tongue up a woman's cooch and eats her baby. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Wow. Okay. That's the first. You, the first, scene who said we're doing one. another November? That's what I. That's what I <laughs> yeah. Said. First, I was gonna <laughs> say, who like, the fuck said we're doing November? We're gonna do it. You know, we're what, gonna. What's the title of it? Mystics and Mystics. Bali. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Mystics you definitely, Bali. definitely need to add that because I'm gonna the watch baby it. Baby slurping movie. <laughs> The baby slurping coos vampire. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Then I will put it on the list and try to get it added to the blood bank. But wow, that sounds like maybe not the best thing for a very high night. <laughs> I kept walking out, being like, "What the hell did I just witness? I need to see all of this movie now <laughs> because this one scene you showed me got me. I've never seen wow. anything like it before, and that's something I always want in my movies." Okay, well, that's yeah, ringing endorsement for both the uh, In Search of Darkness three and the Blood Bank, Candace. Thank you very much. Two for one. So much sex with monsters and animals and your own children, and I so mean, much. How do you even make time to watch that. these movies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you know what that is one thing I will say because the Blood Bank is on the Plex app, and it is so nice to just have that on my phone because I can just be laying around like, fuck it, I got 15 minutes to kill. Let's see what kind of trash I can watch on the fucking blood bank. It, it's so nice, dude. I had the Plex thing on my out. phone, too. Yeah, it's I so mean, nice. It's, it's the only way to watch it, frankly. Yeah, yeah, it's very enjoyable. So what about you, Tim? What have you been consuming? Uh, Well, it was 420 this week, so extra large amounts of marijuana compared to normal. What did you watch? Uh, well, I got t- tricked into watching this South Korean drama that my wife got hooked on. Oh, no. And it's about these three hot fucking Korean friends. With you so far. Who are getting, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get, uh, somebody's trying to get revenge on them, but this other hot Korean chick. Does okay. time travel happen? No, time travel doesn't happen, but as long as those hot Korean chicks are on TV, I'm like, eh, God damn it. All right. Well, watch another episode. <laughs> You're but not listening to a word it. they say. <laughs> well, no, there's subtitles, and I can pick up random uh, phrases and all that. But <clears throat> I think I mentioned before how chaste these fucking shows are. The show is about a woman who comes back to get revenge on her high school bullies who took a hot curling iron and basically Angela at her. Yikes. Ooh. Yep. To the point where she has the scars all over her exposed arms and legs and all that stuff. Show's getting less Yet, sexy by the second. Well, mm-hmm. well, no, this because there's all this other stuff going on. Is uh, <laughs> the main character? She has a kid that's not really her husband's kid. It's her friend's kid from high school because they fuck every chance that they get. All the friends are fucking each other, but yet the Go two on. guys that you see people <laughs> kiss, it's like my grandmother kissing me. Whoa, Ugh. it's yeah. That's no. It's just like <laughs> so long quick, tongue. No, it's just get in there, right on the lips, move away, and that's it. And then hand your word. And I just, I never get that about these Korean shows. Well, the, the, <laughs> yeah. It, then you spit out the hard candy <laughs> she put in your mouth. <laughs> fucking peppermint shit. <laughs> but there was two interesting scenes in it. And it was in the same fucking episode, I think. Uh, one was where this woman is standing in front of uh, a guy and he gets naked and he gets into a jacuzzi. And you don't see anything except you see his back as he goes into the water. There's a long shot of her with a shirt on. She takes a shirt off, and they completely blur her out from the neck down. Oh, I'm like, wait, those chased the... Asians. Well, like, chased well, Asians. Well, yeah, don't show it if you're going to blur chased it out. Crazy chased Asians. And then 20 minutes later, <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes later, she gets into a fight with her friend, and her friend makes a comment about how she got a great new tit job, and she takes her shirt off, and you see her tits for like 30 seconds, <laughs> just standing there. What the hell? 
Yeah, like, what hmm. the fuck is going on? I guess that one actress was like, nope. Keeps you guessing, though. I like. No, it's the same mm-hmm. actress. Really? Yes, huh. that's what's that crazy about it. Yeah. I mean, they say show, don't tell. You know, mm-hmm. You're going to talk about your new tits. Well, I had to rewind it like three times because I was like, I was like, wait, am I going crazy? Oh, Did- yeah, that's why you rewound it. <laughs> it was all blurry. <laughs> I had to go frame by frame to make sure I'm not crazy. <laughs> wait a minute. Am I seeing tits here? <laughs> I got, they just got the thing paused. Too. I'm like- feeling a little funny. Not really ha-ha funny. Well, it's 16 fucking episodes. It was about like clocking in at like 45, 50 minutes each. So that's pretty much what me and my wife consumed this week. Wow. And then something else that we're going to be talking about it, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, so. that too, yeah. Yep. yep. You want to put I a little think, teaser on here? Yeah, sure thing. Um, I think all of us, and Bobby, you included, uh, dropped that you have consumed uh, Evil Dead Rise. Absolutely. So tomorrow. We all rushed out on opening day. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I was there Thursday night, man. So, well, yeah, I. Uh, hipster. I, I, well, I saw it before. It was cool. I, I, I'm the last one who saw it, so it's the freshest for me. So fuck you all. I respect it That's though, Eddie. You're, like, you're, you're there for the midnight show, and you're wearing a costume. <laughs> oh god, mm-hmm. no, no costume. It's like 2001. You didn't dress Eddie up, showing like Ash? up as the old man. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> Yelling, really... "Where's Ash?" Every five minutes. Hey, pudgy Ash just came into the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Why you really let yourself go? <laughs> You're good, Ash, and I'm fat, Ash. <laughs> and went from Ruby to Gravy. Uh, <laughs> oh man! But uh, no, so we're going to be covering that on a bonus episode. Hell yeah! Uh, so yep, stay tuned for that one, buddy. Mm. So, this might be our first one we've ever done like this, right? No, we did Barbarian. Yes, yeah, we did Barbarian as quickly as this. The same uh, week that it came out? No, I think Did this the beats Barbarian menu. in terms of speed. Yeah. Menu was also. fast, yeah. Yeah, but that... Hey, I was on that yeah, but it wasn't all of us. It was you and some other people, so... That's true, yeah. That doesn't count. So, uh, Bobby, what about you, my friend? What have you been consuming since last we, we spoke? Well, uh, aside from that one, uh, I went and saw uh, Malum at the theater. How was that? Uh, you know, that? I love The Last Shift. I thought that was a great movie. Well, you're going to love Malum then. It's, I mean, it's pretty much the same film. Uh, Anthony de Blasio, I think that's how you say it. It might just be de Blasio. The person who made The Last Shift uh, 10 years ago, um, give or take. Uh, yeah, he's got a little more money now, and you know he's been making films a little bit longer. He decided to call a mulligan. And, uh, he, I respect he, it. Yeah, and uh, you know, the, it's like I said, it's more or less the same movie, which was good to begin with. Just like uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, exactly, but uh, improved upon a few things. You know, he has a much Good. much better design for the uh, for the King of Hell. It looks more uh, more something Clive Barker did than something Slipknot put together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that was a, that was a lot of fun. You know, I really well, you know, fun is a relative term. You know, for creeps and weirdos like us. But um... <laughs> Last Shift is an underrated film. That's one that more people need to see. Certainly. Certainly. Make it a double foot track, I bet. Oh, uh, that would be good. But aside from that, I, uh, I've i also been watching uh, on Amazon Prime, I've been watching The Power. No, I've been the feeling power. The Power. And, you uh, have The Power? Hell of a show. It's based on a uh, based on a book that came out, I want to say 2009. Uh, it's a very realistic depiction of what would happen if suddenly every, uh, every young woman and teenage girl in the world uh, began producing electricity from their hands. 
Oh, oh, and how the, how the world would react to that happening. There's a whole new category on Pornhub. <laughs> so there's uh, women who are traitors and saying we shouldn't use this power to our advantage because that would disrespect the men in our lives. There are some of those people. Yeah, it's it's yep. everything you'd expect from a... Uh, and seeing how the power... Hence calling it the power. Seeing how the power dynamics between uh, men and women around the world change if suddenly every again, woman is a stun gun. You know, that's... And uh, that's a hell of a show. Uh, the two most notable people in there are uh, Tony Collette is one of the leads, mm. and uh, John oh, Leguizamo. Okay. Good show, right there. Okay, John yeah. Leguizamo in a serious role, but uh, definitely worth checking out. It's on Amazon Prime. I, I, I hopped in, I gave it a shot, and uh, I, I binged every episode that was available. I was like, "This show fucking rules!" Like, this is really Ooh. well done. Uh, that's wow. the Check power. Sounds interesting, man. I might actually to... use my Prime Video account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I never, you know what? The only time I use Prime Video is is if there's just shit I can't find somewhere renting it, and then I've got mm-hmm. this other app that rips the video file. <laughs> <laughs> Prime Video is always good. It's good for they got a couple good original shows, but yeah, it's they also got the a boys' good, uh, yeah. library to find movies, so you can go yeah. to another app and look. Or at Rift it. Tracks. <laughs> I like they had the Rift Tracks with no commercials. That's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I got a uh, baby ghost. <laughs> Classic baby ghost. Send it back. So, uh, yeah, I might have to check out the power, though, because I am just finishing. Do they use these... that song, I got the power? From the, uh, <laughs> Boy, that would really change the tone if suddenly. It's DNC Music Factory. There you go. I remember the I just remember a bunch of guys with no shirts on banging something with a sledgehammer. Was it a chick? <laughs> I mean, if they know what's best oh, for them. Was yeah. it a chick? And then she like stuns them and stands up and starts dancing, singing, I got the power. Yeah. <laughs> like when Jim Carrey got his God powers for the first time. <laughs> God. No, I watched uh, uh, Queen's Gambit. Oh. It's about uh, a lady playing chess. What? Why did you watch like that? Three years old. Like you finally got around to it, huh? Yeah, my wife has been telling me that we should watch it. I don't know why, but uh, and she laid yeah. across your legs so you couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and turned it on. <laughs> Same way she has to give me my medicine every night before bed. She's got to like <laughs> stroke your throat and make sure you yeah. swallow it. <laughs> And then check, make me lift my tongue up. Use that plunger. No. <laughs> she wraps it up in hand. Kill done for the cat and, and the get... husband. No, it's cheese, I swear. <laughs> oh, man. No, so uh, watch that. That's, uh, I think I have the last episode. Of, we're not, not quite done with it. That's a lot of fucking watching. It's like seven hours. Does she win? A couple times, yeah. Okay. They do a lot of weird choices with her character that I don't. I don't know. I was about to say, have you have you liked it? I mean, it's something to watch. Like, no, it's mm-hmm. it's it's beautifully shot, and, and I I appreciate the kind of story they're trying to tell. I I think there's some. I mean, it's definitely overwritten in some spots, but it's you know, I mean, it's one of those prestige series things that Netflix was looking to to mm-hmm. get into. Yeah, that's why I said it's about three years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Sounds that, boring. Yeah, very. And then I got uh, Dead Island 2, and I was like, fuck watching this bullshit. Oh, <laughs> let me ask you a question, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Who do you voodoo? Uh, you know, the I'll tell you who did I voodoo this time <laughs> was uh, 
the the throwing weapon lady. Mm. Zena? I forget her name. Anne? Oh, no, her name is Anna. <laughs> is it a chakram? <laughs> a chakram? No, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you, uh, it's okay, though. The game. Okay, yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. all the reviewers yeah. seem to say. They're like, Ringing it's endorsement. fine. Yeah. And specifically that character, Annie, she, she's okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know how hard it is to make art that makes every single person who consumes it go? Yeah, it was all right. It seems pretty pretty <laughs> difficult. Like it, that's hard these days. Like everyone is yeah. so you know that, tribal, that, maybe that's, and they yeah, want to be that's, uh... you know they want to have an extreme opinion about everything. A hard take either way, uh, and for everyone to just that's be like, hit, yeah. yeah, it was good. That's fun. Well, if, if you like the first one, you'd probably like the second one. Look, it's I'm not going into it because I think they're going to have like an incredibly deep story, like The Last of Us, or some sort of an interesting narrative kind of gameplay, you know, or anything like that. It's not going to be like Last Guardian. This is fucking Dead Island. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you hook a jumper cable up to a katana and, and fight zombies with it. What the fuck do you expect? That is pretty fun, but I just hope it doesn't get to that point where you start fighting people with guns, like regular people, and they're shooting mm. back at you. That's when the first one got bad. But yeah, Candace, I, got like, I don't play these games. The I fucking hate you that. Beat me to it, story. Bobby. God damn, damn. it. <laughs> but Candace, what's the zombies are just a, an interesting backdrop is all. What's really interesting mm. is the the politics. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not a zombie game. Never has it's a been. game with zombies in it. Oh, ah. God. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been playing that, though. That's fun. <sighs> good times. So, speaking of good times here, <laughs> here we go. the shortest. What have you good. been consuming we've ever done? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, so good times and bad dreams is what we have here. So, uh, Bobby, I'm going to roll it over to you first, bud. Um, what, why, why suggest this one for, for being a ripoff or a fake? Well, uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, you know, when you, when I found out you guys were doing this theme month, I was very excited and I, I had a thought about this film that I hadn't thought about in years. Um, and you, me being the resident, uh, Freddy Krueger guy, I was mm-hmm. like, wait, there is a there is a Freddy knockoff that has a distinction, somewhat of a Freddy knockoff, in that it came out the the year after Dream Warriors. Um, and uh, as I told you privately, Eddie, uh, the reason I found this one interesting is it's the only one I could think of where you're knocking off a movie, ripping off a movie, mm-hmm. and uh, you you had the uh, you had the gall to uh, cast somebody from the movie you're ripping off. <laughs> I think two people from the movie's in this, isn't it? Aren't they? Two, two people from the series. I don't think two people from the exact movie you're trying right. to uh, cast. Oh, no, yeah, on. yeah. Mm. But uh, I, I don't know of any other ones that went that far. <laughs> and uh, No. Uh, we'll, we'll, obviously, you're going to get into who's in this movie, but that particular uh, actor, that had to be a weird conversation. Like, you have to know what you're getting into here when you read the script. You're like, I literally just did this. I, I wrapped that movie six months ago. Yeah. I still have the nightgown. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, this is going to be an easy day at the office, man. I'm, I'm ready to go. Why you hire me because I have the nightgown? I imagine, like, you know, they wrapped filming and they went, but you stay. <laughs> and so uh, I thought that'd be fun to talk about. And, uh, and I, you know, I had seen this movie once in like '89, so I was uh, I was interested in returning to it, and getting a look at it now as an adult with fresh eyes. Gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, Tim, what about you, buddy? What is your history with bad dreams? Uh, I think I've I've seen this movie. I know I saw this once, and I'm pretty sure when as soon as it came out on video, because that was when I was really renting a lot of videos, and 
Richard Lynch in this movie. Anytime I saw him on a cover or his name in any movie, I always knew it was going to be something good. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. What about you, Candace? Kind of a weird history with it because you know how Shudder, it has live, like live TV. Not live TV, but like they'll be playing something live that you can't like fast forward or rewind or anything. Oh, they've got like mm-hmm. a like a channel that's playing when you yeah. go to the app? Yeah, I can never yeah, find so I was channel. like, I had like a few minutes to kill, so I was like, well, let's just see what's on here. And it was the scene of the cult killing themselves. All right. So I oh. was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this movie? Because I need to watch the rest of it. I forgot the name of it. And I could never find that movie again. And then when we started watching this, I was like, oh shit, it's that movie that I could never find. That's such a great oh. feeling when that happens. <laughs> so that's like happened multiple times with this show now. It's a great feeling. That's so satisfying. It's just this itch that you've had for like mm-hmm. a year. And then all of a sudden, like, ah, finally got it. That's what that fucking thing is. Yeah, because oh, go on the great. internet and type cult who set themselves on fire and see how many hits you <laughs> Yeah. <get. laughs> yeah, they just Google like, they're, they're, okay, location is Missouri. Cult on fire. It's another Waco person. Okay, yeah, Waco. Yeah, yeah. My neighbor. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I've never seen this one before. Oh, cool. Uh, I've I've seen the cover of it a bunch uh, when I was renting other movies. I, I just, I don't know why I passed by this one. It it just kind of... You were doing that know. Pee Wee Herman and the Snakes thing. <laughs> yeah. You kept walking by and going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I, thought, to it. I thought for sure that Bobby was going to pick a Friday, thir- Friday 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street ripoff. It was going to be what was it, the uh, the Indian one? Or was it oh, the Mexican one? Mahakal the Monster? Or uh, <laughs> uh, Trampa Infernal? I think Mahakal the Monster was the one I'm thinking of. Well, shit, now that you say that, you want to start over? Yeah, okay, hold <laughs> okay, on. Okay, well, we'll be back. <laughs> so that's it for this episode, folks. We'll be back next week. <laughs> nah. So uh, you kind of uh, uh, mentioned it a little bit that, that yeah, this is... Boy taking some liberties here with the casting, but we'll, we'll get to that first. Directed and co-written by Andrew Fleming, who also co-wrote The Craft. That's about it. Wow. Oh, boy. What a pedigree. Not, not a ton. Yeah. And uh, also co-written by Michael Dick. And, <laughs> That's just a joke. <laughs> yeah. And PJ. Michael Pat- Dick. PJ Patel. Toddy? I don't know. No, that's just that a joke one. name, too. That's, yeah, that's a joke name. <laughs> and uh, Wayne Kerr. And Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> Some weird names for these writers. IP Freely. That's weird. Uh, so, as you kind of alluded to, the, the top billing on this one, we've got Jennifer Rubin playing Cynthia. Great to see her now, again. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, she's the lady of the hour here, and fresh off her strikingly similar role as Taryn in Dream Warriors. Wow! <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know which one Taryn is, she's the uh, she's the one who in the dream world is a punker with a pair of switchblades. She's bad and beautiful. That's right. And uh, Freddie takes her out when he turns his fingers into syringes and goes, "Let's get high." What a rush! Yeah, what a what a classic. But but then he does like a weird cum face. Yeah, and Freddie comes, mm-hmm. and then Freddy she wakes cum. up thirteen years later. <laughs> That's some good drugs. <laughs> Oh, one sec. I'm having some issues over here. Let me pause. That knocked her 13 years into the future. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So Freddie's nut knocked her 13 years into the future. 
Oh, man. Okay. So then after that, uh, we've got Bruce Abbott playing Dr. Alex. That's right, folks. <laughs> Roommate of the reanimator himself. Blood buddy. Bloody buddy, uh-huh. isn't he? Did you guys do reanimator before, you know, BC? Yes, we did. So he is a bloody buddy. Good and uh, days, he's also yeah. in the movie Inner Zone, which I think we need to cover. Inner Zone? I'll get Inner Zone, all right. Hey, now. He's been in like a billion and a half fucking things, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. But no, Interzone, Tim, you're going to want to watch this. It's like a knockoff Mad Max. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That came out in 89. So almost the same year as this Shit, one. Shit, that, that was mm-hmm. his follow-up to this? Yeah. So, but everybody's got names like Panasonic. <laughs> you're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, is this product placement? What the hell's going oh, on? Isn't there like- a character in one of the Resident Evil movies who has a name like Walmart or something like that? No. <laughs> yes. No, I, <laughs> no Candy said that way too fast. Yeah. <laughs> she has them all memorized, okay? It'd be funnier, funnier if her name was Pamasonic, and everybody had names that were like regular names, but with a commercial twist to it. Pam- Matt Navox. Pam- <laughs> <laughs> Matt Navox. There we go. I knew if I put that out there, you guys would pick it up. <laughs> uh, Phillips. Oh, oh that's funny. <laughs> There's a guy who spends the whole movie in a big chair with the wind blowing at him. <laughs> Michael Reginald, <Soft. laughs> Reginald Cole Anderson, get back here. <laughs> oh, man. So enough fun with names. <laughs> uh, Tim, you mentioned earlier, Richard Lynch plays Harris in this one. Mm-hmm. Boy, howdy. Bloody buddy. Bloody buddy, indeed. Yes. Scare um, cop. Absolutely. Yep, Beloved yep, on in All-Star, everything, yeah. Who's also in uh, uh, the 07 Halloween, Tim. Yeah, that dude pops up everywhere. Uh, nice nice yeah. bit here, though, is he's a, you got a guy who's legitimately got burns. Yeah. 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 Did you ever read how he got Good. his burns? That was wild. Uh-uh. He Did was, his father uh, he, like, tell him that he needs to smile more? <laughs> Would you like to know how I got my burns? <laughs> um, no, uh, I had heard about this. He um, He was tripping balls on acid. Mm, and uh, decided to self-immolate. Oh, and it didn't was work. He protesting ah, something, or? something. <laughs> but you know, he was, but he was in the he was he was in the cloud at the time. So I mean, he was certainly protesting conventions. That's for sure. <laughs> I think I'm going to be on fire now, Jesus. And then obviously, like, survived it, and was, and you know, and you know, eventually, you know, the drugs wore off. He's like, "What the hell was I doing? Shit." Hmm. It was probably after he was in that Rob Zombie Halloween movie. He was I would like, think Fuck that this. Uh, that would wear the drugs off drugs off of me real fucking quick once I set myself <laughs> yeah. on fire. Oh God, I'm on fire! Yeah, like clarity comes <laughs> fast. I'm harshing my buzz. <laughs> yeah, post fire clarity. Yeah, think- if you ever need to get sober real fast, self immolate. Set your hair on fire. Or take a cold shower. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's about the extremes. <laughs> Speaking of cold showers, we've got the cinematic cold shower. Dean Cameron playing Ralph. As soon as I saw this guy, I was like, oh, I remember this fuck. <laughs> I lit up, man. I was like, Chainsaw. Yeah, Chainsaw, exactly, from summer school. That's where I remember him from. Yeah. The one time I enjoy Dean Cameron's presence. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen Rockula yet, but we're... It's, uh, I've been threatening. Oh, to that's cover it. why he looks yeah. familiar. Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about summer camp. I'm thinking Rockula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's with, why uh, he looks Mark so Hammond. fucking yeah. familiar. <laughs> Coming up in November, Rockula. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get ready. We don't know what year, October. but November, yeah. yeah. <laughs> November 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody hold your breath. Uh, then we've got Susan Barnes, who plays Connie, and is technically a bloody buddy. Only reason I mention her, uh, because she had a cameo in They Live. All right. I mean, yep. there's another bloody buddy that has a very small role in this movie. Yep. Yep. And we'll get to that. It's one of my favorite cam, well, not cameos, but one of my favorite little roles for somebody. Uh, we got Harris Eulin, who played Dr. Beresford. You Hell might, yeah. yeah you, you might remember him from uh, Scarface. He was Bernstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's or, the movie I think of. Yep. Or the fucking judge from Ghostbusters 2. You're goddamn oh, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy that's brothers. so many fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had like a long career too, hmm. you know. <laughs> but Actually, then, uh, I put tickets like... to see the uh, 40th anniversary of Scarface, like in November. Yeah, yeah. Go first check time that I pay, out I'm, first time ever I'm going to pay to see that fucking movie. Hmm. Well, after and... you, if you like it a bunch, you should get a poster of it and hang it up in your bedroom <sighs> instead of uh, handing cocaine over for the movie. Like you've been doing? No, that was a movie I told you. Me and my friend Peter and Ernie bleep his name out. That was the one that we just continuously snuck into the point where like, we'd sneak in, we'd sit down for like 10 minutes, and we'd walk out through the front door, get something to eat, and then sneak back in. Well, then you missed the movie. No, because we saw it so many times that we saw it in bits and pieces. Have you ever actually sat down and watched all the way through without getting up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I've seen it it way more times in bits and pieces than I've seen it sitting all the way through from beginning to end and literally never paid to see that fucking movie. Hmm. We've got Elizabeth Daly, who plays Lana. Elizabeth Daly, massive star. Dottie, speaking of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Again, I lit up and yelled the character name. I was like, Dottie! (laughs) And you looked around. You're in an empty room. Oh, no. How long had I been in here? Your, all Tim's- your wife's stuff is gone. Looks like it's been gone for months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tim stood up and yelled, hey, it's Baby Doll from Streets of Fire. <laughs> There's cobwebs in her drawers. <laughs> and for uh, some of you younger listeners, Tommy Pickles. Yeah, Tommy Pickles right. from Rugrats. She's in 31. Rob's, and Rob's Devil's Rejects. Oh, God, she was. <laughs> and she's a yeah. body double for Blythe Dana. <laughs> and she was a uh, buttercup, too, from Powerpuff Girls. Just a shitload of work, man. The most prolific actor in this movie knows what the fuck they're doing. Then we've got Candace, maybe our favorite little cast in here. Charles Fleischer as Ron the Pharmacist. Hell yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Otherwise known as Wally, your favorite postman from Demon Knight. Yeah, the guy that had the fucking vest of grenades from Demon Knight. That's perhaps the thing he's most known for. Yeah, I yeah, remember not, him from not... uh, Welcome Back, Carter. He was the foil to the Sweat Hogs. Uh-huh. I don't know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> that made a... no sense to me. Oh, I totally understood it because that show's dope. Huh? Yeah. He was also Roger Rabbit. Maybe you heard of that guy. Maybe you've heard of Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit. He's Roger Rabbit. He is the voice yes, of Roger, Roger Rabbit. Yes. Please, Roger <laughs> Rabbit. He should have tried that with the the prostitute in Demon Knight, throwing her one of them pleasers <laughs> with Cordelia, mm-hmm. seeing if that worked. Oh man, and uh, and of course she he bakes is, him uh, a carrot cake. He's got a significant role that uh, that I know him from uh, very well. 
because he's also uh, this isn't you know this is another ex- example of someone who already had the costume mm-hmm. uh, because uh, he kept the lab coat from before because only a few years earlier he was uh, the doctor who treats Nancy in Nightmare on mm-hmm. Elm Street, the Dream Doctor, yeah, Doctor. Oh fuck yeah, that's right. <sighs> yeah, the one that says uh, you have to sleep because if you don't, your brain it goes. Mm-hmm. And when she first uh, pulls his hat out of the dream world, he's the one she's showing it to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I oh, remember. man. How the fuck have I seen all of these things so many times and I never <laughs> realized that was him? <laughs> he stands out pretty much whatever he's in. Oh, Tim, are you kidding? It's this guy's hair. a chameleon. <laughs> he could play any role. I mean, he was Roger Rabbit, Tim. Yeah. Did you see him on, on Broadway as Nixon? It was incredible. He did the Roger <laughs> Rabbit voice for him. Yeah. <laughs> Strange choice, but it worked. I'm not a crook. Cr- cr- <laughs> that time Nixon was handcuffed to Bob Hoskins. <laughs> then he just slips his hand out. <laughs> I mean, he kind of because did. Because then that was any, when it was criminal. He kind of did with any criminal proceedings, am I right, guys? <laughs> uh, there's my, my wry, uh, political commentary for the, for the episode. Well, too. Nick, you're telling me Nixon's bad. Yeah, I've heard. Hot that. take. Whoa. Hot take. Whoa, not a fan. Oh, you're about to get some one star <laughs> reviews. Like this show went woke. Yeah, hey, these Whoa. fuckers, they're anti Nixon. Next thing you're going to tell me, they're going to be against the the goddamn rebel army. <laughs> so, all right, so I'm going to go get into this one with the No Frills Production logo. I had I had to tweet it. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, this is a good sign. <laughs> uh, perfect. And then we kept to uh, over deliver, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Set up the expectations early, Tim. So we cut to a creepy house in the middle of nowhere. Perfect. And uh, I just say, well, we got some creepy guy dumping a bunch of water on a bunch of assholes. Why is he doing that? <laughs> he he's doing it with a soup ladle, and I was like, oh, it's another one of these soup cults. Am yeah. I the only person that thought that it looked like Norman Bates's place? <laughs> the, the, that the, house? the uh, Universal yeah, Studios tram maybe. went by in the foreground. <laughs> in the trivia for the movie, they say it looked like the house in Amityville Four, or no, House Four. Oh, I was about to say like, hmm. no. Easily mixed those theories up. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, who who could care? So, <laughs> but I love that one of the first lines of this movie is a dude stands up and goes, "We don't have to do this if we don't want to, right?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, we're in for it." Yeah, <laughs> setting us up, man. And then, uh, yeah, the whole fucking building just goes up like they were all playing Stompy Canny or some shit. <laughs> so, See, it's great I, fire I, effects I, for the year, right? Absolutely, and I, I appreciate this because this is back in the day when, like, you need a house to blow up in a movie, you blow up a fucking house. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, it looks great. <laughs> It's like, we're not doing fantastic. miniature work, we're not doing CGI, we're just packing it, an old house full of fucking explosives. It goes up it so go. quick, too. It's like their curtains are made out of petroleum foam. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever rigged that place it's up like to blow the ATF went in there, yeah. Like, great fucking day. job. Maybe they uh, contracted uh, Janet Reno to, to supervise it. <laughs> what is this demographic you're going for? <laughs> There's a bunch of like 50 year old dudes doing fist pumps listening to this episode. Hell yeah. You brought up Waco again. No, I, I heard Candace's, uh, what, your brother's on Twitter? Maybe he's listening. <laughs> he's younger. Right? He's significantly younger than me. <laughs> yeah, he's from the right he's area, seven. though, if you know what I mean. 
there's a seven-year-old on Twitter that I talk to sometimes. No, you shouldn't. Don't do that. Uh, well, I should Eddie. talk to him. Eddie, we need point. to talk to him. That's what that Instagram's for. <laughs> so then a bunch of cops and firefighters show up to ruin the good time of the poor building just burning down. Reporters well, sort of, because like one of the firefighters is just sort of spraying like one side of the building that isn't <laughs> yeah. burning. I'm like, you might want to yeah, get to the other side. Yeah, so it doesn't catch. catch. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, the building's fucked. This wall's still good. <laughs> he's he's just like, look, you want a good even burn on this building. This side's going up a little too fast. <laughs> it's like when the joint banana boats and you got to lick it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's putting the old double boil on it. Hey, can I get, or maybe the, the, they're having a drought. So the water prices are going up. So they're like, no, no, not so much, man. Let's cut that back a little bit. Let's let this one go. So, so they drag out 24 bodies. They're like, oh, it looks like a gas main. <laughs> it looks like a, a gas main blew in here, but there was one survivor. They drag her out, rush her to the hospital. And they put her, like, like strap her down to keep her on the, on the, uh, oh fuck, you know, the stretch journey. What the, the gurney? Yes, god damn it. I cannot fucking think of that word. They strap her into the gurney, but they like just lightly strap her neck. <laughs> they like strap her neck down, but it's very lightly done. I'm like, I don't think that's safe. I don't think you should do that with someone who could possibly have an injury. Well, you know, you don't want her to move her head just in case. You know, let's just asphyxiate you put the strap her. over her head instead of around her neck, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe they're not. Maybe, maybe they're. You know what? They're. Oh, what's that? Yeah, I'm here. Well, we're just waiting for you to continue. Oh no! Oh no! I was saying maybe they're fucking trained by the same people that. <laughs> Wait a second! Am I in a time loop? What the fuck? <laughs> No, he's fucking with me, Tim. No, no I, I, I was just saying, I think the firefighters were trained by the same people as the fucking ambulance drivers. They're volunteers, man. This, yeah, the way this yeah. fucking town can't afford to have fucking unstaffed firemen and ambulance drivers. Right. Yeah. Here, put on an outfit. We need more help. Yes. Yes. And I just say, uh, this is a... Oh, I just thought of Nick Dunn. <laughs> no, they do have quite the soundtrack in this movie, though, by the way. They do. Everybody's on Holy fire. Shit. They just freeze up. The fire keeps moving. I know it is. I've just never seen Police Squad, so Naked Gun's my only frame of reference for that. You've never seen Police Squad? No. I'm not 50, Tim. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Okay, fuck you, Candace. Wait until you hit 50 and your kids, uh, kids say something to you about that. Yeah, grandma. They've already fucking started saying, oh, haven't you heard this song? It's great. Everybody knows it. I'm like, no, I've never heard of the stupid fucking song. And they're like, but it's so popular. Literally everyone knows this song. Oh. I'm like, no, I haven't heard it and it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not only that, but fuck you. How about that? <laughs> Get out of not my house. Listen to Slipknot. <laughs> yeah, they're not fans of Cradle of Filth. Yeah, you're gonna big time me in this fucking house. You get out of here. No, no it's, it's got a great goddamn soundtrack to it, though, including the the, the pick for the last song. <laughs> no, this I can't believe the music that's in this fucking. Yes, movie. and I love it. Like, can the, you buy this? Hold on. I'm sorry, Candace. 
Can you buy this movie on Blu-ray, or is it one of those movies that got tied up because there's got to be fucking music rights out the ass for this goddamn thing? That's what I was thinking. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. They they replaced all the music in it though. I was I was wondering, yeah, because a lot of shows have to do that shit. I think some Miami Vice have uh, different uh, songs. Baywatch has all the music ripped out of it. All right, so. After some technical difficulty, we're back, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, we're doing what we can here, though. Living in California. Which, notoriously you know, bad internet. Notoriously mm-hmm. bad internet. Yeah. It's not like Silicon Valley's in this fucking state. I don't know shit state. about computers over here. Nope, not at all. But That's we're giving it a woke. You're like granola people. <laughs> Yeah, you, you refuse all technology. No, that's right. Yeah, we're all like Joshua Tree, like shit falling out of our hair, people. For sure. That's true. Yep. So uh, drowning yeah. in kombucha. <laughs> I actually had a kombucha today. God damn it! <laughs> was it See? one of Jared Leto's? No, no, it was like some generic ass one. Generic uh, kombucha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a bathtub full of it, Tim. Best value kombucha. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, apparently they take Cynthia to the hospital. She goes into a coma for 13 fucking years. Who pays that bill? (laughs) That's that's a good question. Because this is a nice hospital. This isn't isn't the kind of hospital that if I got stuck in a coma for 13 fucking minutes, they would be putting me in. You're going to be in a corner in Queens somewhere, (laughs) (laughs) gurneyed out. Yeah, they're going to be in a gurney in the hallway. Yeah, It's been 13 years in the back of a bodega. No, Tim would, <laughs> Tim's wife. Putting peas on him. I think I'm a Tim's, cat. Tim's wife would just hook him up like a marionette puppet and then move into an apartment at the building that you work at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just be like, look, he's still alive. He's still working. See, he can open the door. <laughs> it, would only, it would only take like maybe three ropes. <laughs> <Do my job. laughs> you can do your job with three ropes. <laughs> oh, man. So, and a pulley. Yeah, and I, I wanted to up. say that I really liked the beginning of this movie with that music and the like medical procedure mm-hmm. that was happening mm-hmm. at the time. Do you know that song, Candace, by any chance? I did know that song, okay. yeah. I can't say the name or the band off the top of my head, but I am familiar with that song. Do you know it, Tim? Uh, I don't know the name of the song or the band either, but I know that song. Okay, well then stop trying to gatekeep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim, fuck you. How about that? But uh, I, I like that sequence too. That w- there was these spots of like first person. I'm like, oh shit, they're going to turn her into RoboCop. Oh, <laughs> Cindy, it's you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be a bad motherfucker. <laughs> oh Why'd she get a robot arm? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then you've just got a richard lynch like ed 209 oh my god <laughs> they put his brain it's like the second one they put his brain inside of it they keep oh. feeding him drugs Always <laughs> later in the game. movie when she falls down the stairs he falls down after her he's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. so yeah they they uh she comes to 13 years later and i gotta say looking pretty good for being in a coma for 13 years mm-hmm. yeah, yeah no kidding did wonders <laughs> well i mean that's true because they don't see sunlight for so long they do look younger uh, Candace, what do you think her legs would look like at the third? Oh, they'd be so atrophied. <laughs> <laughs> they pull the blanket and back, around. and it's just these two little sticks. There's, there's like <laughs> puppet legs, like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, you'd be marionetted out like Tim in front of the fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> her whole body would look like that. 
<laughs> just like a series of sausages that are held together, like like that Mister Show sketch. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're David. Cr- they whip the thing uh, off David Cross. And it's just yeah. <laughs> oh man! So they take her to this uh, borderline personality disorder group therapy session. Hmm. I, I have yeah. a question: Is she committed yeah. at this point? Can she leave whenever she wants, or is she stuck there like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest thing? I yeah. think she's stuck there. Yeah, I don't well, think, because they would have to evaluate to see if she needed a guardian or not. And it's like, well, you've clearly suffered massive brain damage, so your ass isn't going anywhere on your own free will. See, I have a lot of questions about this, because every one of the patients seems to be able to kind of leave freely. Mm-hmm. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. We found out they all went there voluntarily. Oh, the but security later in the at movie, this hospital. We have the, yeah, their rooms are like locked electronically, so I don't, right. I don't know. Well, yeah, only for the like, end sequence, though, like because the other the other girl <laughs> just somehow gets embalming fluid. Remember, that's true, they, and they are just kind of wandering ass around. Knife. Yeah, no, but these are some <laughs> nice fucking rooms. That's why I said, who's paying the bill? Because they got fucking big ass TVs for the time. Okay, those were big ass fucking TVs to have in a hospital room. They got like all fucking decorations in their goddamn rooms. It looks like a little fucking hotel room that they're almost sitting. In. They're living nicer than we are. Yeah, yeah God damn, damn it. it. You- God you know what? <laughs> you got me sold on it, Tim. You know what? I keep seeing Richard Lynch in my dreams. When do I get to move? <laughs> yeah. Can I get some of them fucking pills they were getting fed full of? Because some of them I sounded some pretty nice. Shit, yeah. Yeah, Tim. But- <laughs> <laughs> when he whipped out that vial of liquid, I know your eyes fucking turned that was, red. I don't, see, I don't know. Like, at that time, that was always like a myth. Like, oh, they had liquid marijuana. Or they had marijuana pills that you take in it. Like, fucks you up like you smoked 20 joints at once. I mean, the mm-hmm. tinctures can hit you pretty hard. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, but the do, tinctures. But no, this is supposed to be literally like something like you could get from a doctor, even though you weren't going to be able to get it from I've a doctor. Never, like, this is like supposed to be medical grade, like you said, liquid marijuana. I, I've never like smoked a joint and thought like, man, I wish I was more high. This didn't work. <laughs> I wish I was doing that Doug Benson poster, <laughs> smoking like 20 joints at once. <laughs> yeah, at some point you got to be like, you know what? This is enough. I'm good. Thanks you to Doug Benton. That's the thing that made me con- convince me to go out and buy a volcano. Wow. Hmm. He, he's the guy. He's the one who ushered you in. He's your Richard Lynch. I know yeah. where Tim's coming from, though, because I'll take an edible. And then I'm like, mm, I should take more next time, see what happens. And I was good. Mm, I should take more next time, see what uh, happens. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, at our, look, at our, look at Candace. She started off getting those fucking five milligram candies and cutting them in half and eating them. Now, cutting them in half? What are you up to, Candace? You're having a Camino? <laughs> I've got a thousand milligram or yeah. hundred each. Oh, God. <laughs> I, don't take, I don't take a hundred at once. I'm not yeah. ten. Sure yeah, it's misleading because it's not really a thousand milligrams. They're a hundred milligrams each. And there's ten of them. Yeah. Just the ten. So it's a thousand milligrams. Well, no, because uh, the way that they package sometimes, they'll say on the package like a hundred milligrams, but yeah, it's broken up into ten pieces. Well, I need... It's still 100 milligrams, no matter how many pieces you cut it into. Yeah, Tim. Well, the if ones that I pizza buy up, illegally in the pizza. market, because you can't get them in fucking New York yet that strong, they're 100 milligrams each piece, and yeah, 10 that's of them what come I in a bag. Yeah. yeah. You know, this you is why the third pounder didn't sell at McDonald's. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Tim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's one of my favorite stories about America. Third of a pound, fuck that. Bring me back that quarter pounder. It's bigger. <laughs> God, we're stupid. And this is why education is so important. That's why kids get cut. Hey, Candace, people who live in Missouri shouldn't... Whatever, you know. 
They just shouldn't. I yeah, they just shouldn't. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. Well, at least I know if I have a thousand milligrams, each one of these candies are ten or a hundred. She does have you on basic math, Tim. That's that's true. But I, I also found the the liquid THC pretty enticing. I mean, out here I've, I've gotten uh, THC sodas, but they're mm. pretty pretty simple. It's like you know ten milligrams in a can. It's nothing too crazy. But man, if you crank that thing up so it's liquid shorts, let's go. <laughs> oh man, I have a friend who makes his own beer and he puts shrooms in them. Whoa! Wow, <laughs> yeah. wow. that is <laughs> the worst tasting beer ever created. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't know what it tastes like, but <laughs> I'm sure like it's fun. Ass, yeah, yeah, probably terrible. But I don't think that's the point. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because I will die before I eat a fucking mushroom on a dinner plate. But tell me that is going to get me high, and oh, I'm fucking chewing right. on that Damn, shit. You don't even eat mushrooms. Yeah. If a, if you could get like high eating bacon, Tim, would you listen, would you bacon. then eat pork? Of course, I'd eat bacon. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, work on that. Go. Right now you just I'm, I'm gonna work on that. And I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send some bacon <laughs> yeah. to bacon the other coast. <laughs> bacon bits. <laughs> Put this on your salad. Just shake it on. <laughs> it's oh a man, shake and they're bake. called bake o's. <laughs> oh, Bobby! <laughs> Wait, go. hold on a second. I'm not going to release this. Cut that yeah, out. Yeah, we can't release this episode. Out, <laughs> trademark. We're all going to be rich millionaires. All of a sudden, Tim starts eating salads constantly. He's losing all this weight, yeah. dude. We just revolutionized the industry. <laughs> I told you, really. When I was uh, when I was young, I was uh, on the fat side, and once I started smoking, well, pot, part of New York's the fat side. <laughs> the side that I was on, Staten Island. <laughs> Whatever he was standing. And the first couple of times I smoked pot, I got the incredible fucking munchies. Like, you couldn't believe it. And I had to have Hawaiian punch and barbecue potato chips. And third or fourth time I smoked yeah, I know. Third or fourth time I smoked pot, I ordered an entire pizza pie like I used to do all the fucking time. I ate two slices of it. I looked over it. I went, eh. And that was it. And I lost like maybe 45, 50 pounds. Wow. From smoking pot. That's incredible. What a success. Now it seems to be going the exact opposite way, but I had a nice run. Yeah. (laughs) If only you could bottle it and sell it, Tim. Let me tell you. (laughs) I think we'd all subscribe. That and the the Bakos. I'm I'm on board. The liquid marijuana diet. (laughs) Dude, we're going to make so much money. 48 hour marijuana diet. (laughs) So uh, I have, uh, we have Ralph, our buddy here. He's laying in like he's the fucking therapist. And, you know, then, then of course, our, our, our true uh, Dr. Alex comes in. He's like, all yeah, right, Ralph. Not, not before Ralph says some things that are not very tasteful. Yeah. Cause, about cause our girl when, here. Yeah. He, he says a few uncouth things, and then, like, the doctor comes in. He's like, I was just about to have a breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> in my pants. Uh, so <clears throat> then the doctor's like, hey, get the fuck out of here, Ralph. So... He he, but first he he tells her about how when he gets like too, it, it all gets too much for him to handle. He cuts a little hole out of himself for it to uh, escape from. He's a cutter, mm, one of those guys. He's he's more of a poker. Yeah, he's like a yeah. puncturer. Yeah, that's an interesting type, man. He's just sitting there with a pin, just pricking himself. He's a pricker. He's a, he's real a little prick. prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then. Okay. Well, how how is the other lady in here psychic? Oh, the real religious one? Yeah, the yeah. one who looks like the nerdy darkness. girl from Nightmare 4. That's what I was thinking yeah. the whole time. 
Yeah. You know what I liked about this? What I what I loved about her character is is she psychic or is she just some religious nut just spouting shit off from the Bible like he was? And it all can work and it all can fit into however scenario yeah. you want, right? Yeah. Because what true. she says is stuff that would be out of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But then and it's all left really ambiguous. But there's a scene later in the movie that makes you go, "Wait a minute." Yeah. Exactly. That was the point where I was like, "Oh, oh that time she wised up. She yeah. is psychic." Yeah. Yeah, Maybe she was psychic like the whole time, but because she's in a loony bin, no one just believes her. That's why uh, she's there. Yeah. The Cassandra complex. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, it could be. Oh, and then the doctor's the, uh, drugging her to keep her suppressed. Ah. That's what I'd do. I'd be afraid as hell of that shit. <laughs> but uh, keeping with the Nightmare 3, uh, you know, I, as you could tell, these are the reasonably priced store brand Dream Warriors. Uh, yeah. Even, they just uh, took the warriors out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, but we did keep some stuff. Like you got the the lady who's chain smoking, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and oh, then from uh, LA law, and then E.G. Daly is uh, is our Joey apparently because they say she hasn't spoken a word in three years until she suddenly goes bullshit. Yeah, she just starts talking. I'm like, well, well that was. I mean, if there was supposed to be some build up with her, and then uh, uh, so they're they're like what. She's all talking about like, so what What are things like? Remember, I was in a coma for 13 years. <laughs> so the, they make some jokes about, oh, yeah, you must be stuck in the 70s, like Cleveland. I'm like, wow, Cleveland just getting getting some shrapnel here. It's like all the grind bin listeners. Well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. And we get some <laughs> stuck line in the like, 70s. If, if you want to be part of the 80s, you need two divorces and a condominium and a yeast infection. Oh, <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> it's still 80s, man. Man, yeah. 80s, 80s is so famous for their yeast infections. Yeah. <laughs> that was the decade for it, I tell you. Yeast infections have never been the same since the 80s. Yeah. I would loved when VH1 was doing I Hurt the 80s. They did that whole segment about yeast infections. <laughs> I Hurt My Yeast Infection. Uh, I caught a rerun of that in plop out videos. <laughs> I was like, ugh, that's, that's tasteless. What are you doing here? So... <laughs> So uh, yeah, they're 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 pumping her for like, hey, what what was it like being in that weird hippie commune where everybody fucking killed themselves? And she's like, oh, it was pretty chill actually. There's a lot of hippie vibes about it, you know. And Mm -hmm. then everybody, you know, we were all just about giving up the notion of the self for for the idea of like a community of love or whatever commie fucking bullshit. I was just gonna say fucking Bernie Sanders commie (laughs) bullshit (laughs) talking. Bunch of fucking Bernie bros. This is the this is the the world they want. <laughs> the future liberals want. Yeah, they want us all locked up in a fucking nut house with electronic locks and drugs. Is that going to come on my Twitter feed? This is the kind of world that liberals want. Yeah, yep. hanging movie. out with <laughs> hanging out with Chainsaw from summer school. Oh man, one this of the crazies in this great. is Michael uh, Michael J. Fox from Family Ties. Will it be state funded? Yeah. Or? <laughs> uh, Candace, you're going to hate it. They're going to dose you with liquid THC. Oh no! They're going to force you to do weed. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. And talk to some baddie broad about either religion or about what's going to happen to you within a week. <laughs> Sounds like a regular work day. Yeah, that's pretty true. It sounds like Twitter. So, <laughs> oh man. So then, uh, yeah, we we have them getting pumped, pumping her through information, right? And she's like, "Look, Doc, I don't think I belong here, right?" And he's like, "No, no, no. You insist. I insist you stay here." She's like, "Look, man, where are you gonna go?" <laughs> yeah, like, you what's... don't have any family. Yeah, 
you're fucked. Like, well, no, see, she's got to strike while the iron's hot because the the uh, the smoker, she's got in a good idea. She's got a story, right? Yeah, she's a survivor. Everybody yeah. loves a good survivor story, especially from a cult. From a cult, yeah, she's the last one. The, Jesus a Christ. cult that nobody's a hundred percent sure how they died, and she's the only person who knows. She'd be making millions in interviews. <clears throat> Look, man, I mean, if they were parading Ron Jeremy around to do stand-up comedy, this chick could get some sort of a career. She could open for that. Yeah. Wait, he really Plus, did that? She's pretty he easy on the eyes. Oh, God. Yeah, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Candace was... is watching this going, you know what? Wood. <laughs> Wood. <laughs> All right, we've discovered Candace's type. Okay, okay. Uh, she's just Traumatized. Be, yeah, traumatized, yeah. strapped to a gurney. I can fix her. Drug. <laughs> Uh, so uh, no, the doctor's like, no, it's totally chill. Don't worry, man. You, you'll be good here. Let's go get in the uh, epilepsy elevator real quick. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? This is like that zoetrope from uh, the House on the Haunted Hill. <laughs> it is. What the fuck? What are we doing? <laughs> Just the intro to House on Haunted Hill. They're like, no, we really wanted to see, you know, exactly how paranoid you are. So. We're simulating yeah, in, in a mental institution. They got flashing <laughs> bright lights in the elevator. That's always calming. How do you get, this is a nice upscale fucking hospital. That shit would be fixed. Look at it split. Uh huh. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's the apartment complex in Evil Dead Rise, man. I get that elevator being fucked. Mm. Well, like Evil Dead <laughs> <Right>. I Rise. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, she's in there. She turns around, sees fucking. Harris, the the cult leader, Richard Lynch, just like, I mean, further than Freddie would go with being burnt faced. Yeah, Freddie's a little more tasteful. This is fresh Freddie. This is like one, like two hours after the fire, right? They like dunked him in a vat of jelly and then rolled him in some ground beef. Man, he's looking rough. Yo, that shit that's hanging off his fucking ear is freaky. That little extra fucking thing. It's like I can't stop looking. I was like, God, they did a hell of a job. Take that shit off. It looked good, man. He looked like Mm. parts of him were gonna drip off. Do we know who God. did the the makeup effects in this? Uh, you know what? I did. That's not, not building to like that. a reveal. I don't actually know. I was asking. No, I, I didn't see you're that. The guess, but... Bobby. You're not supposed to do the work. Come on. Yeah, man. that's that's how I looked at it? this. I was like, "Fuck it, dude. I'm on vacation." What do we got here? I got uh, costume designed by Deborah Everton. Makeup oh. department. Here we go. Spe- special effects. You got a Michelle Burke. Michelle Burke. Special oh. makeup design creator Michelle Burke. Hats off. It's just kind of like Hellraiser. Oh, shit. She worked on The Cell. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. That explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. The oh. Cell. Fantastic visuals in that movie, man. Wait, the sound it. to that movie? Huh? Huh? No, The Cell. The movie The yeah, Cell. Yeah, I know. I didn't know there was a sound in that movie. I just we're, usually we're watch it. The sound turned off. Nobody's talking about sound, Tim. We're talking about the makeup. Yeah. So she's the one who put, like, you know, hair horns on Vincent D'Onofrio. And there the horse. Oh god, yeah, the horse that gets all fucking chopped. Jesus, yeah. Okay, so yeah, good, good pedigree here then. Uh, so, yeah, she turns around, sees fucking melt face, dude. Just like what the fuck in in, in haunted elevator that they got <laughs> going down here, man. So she freaks out, stumbles out like screaming, of course. Turns around, of course, there's nobody there. One of those classic gags, right? So, classic. Alex, 
Dr. Alex is sympathetic. He's like, all right, clearly what we need is a pillow yelling session. Oh, <laughs> you mean moaning and biting pillows? What my yeah. husband does every night? Hey, now. Wow. Hey. It's just because you've been laying God on him for, for three hours. <laughs> he's like, I'm he's trying die. to like, He's trying to build up the courage to gnaw off his own legs. <laughs> like, like he's in a bear trap. <laughs> so he's grabbing the cushions going, mm. <laughs> getting psyched. It's just so you can't hear the crying, Candace. Got your ass. It's all that. <laughs> no, so, the, yeah, they, the chain smoking lady's participating in this, and I'm like, that just fucked up the cushion, man. You gotta watch that shit. Oh, God, yeah. That's <laughs> she's got a lit gonna... cigarette, and she's like screaming into a pillow with it. Like, that shit turned brown. And this was like a, a fucking institution place, though, in the 80s. I think everybody was smoking in every room. All no, day no, long. no, because again, I think cigarettes were even... free in the 80s. Yeah. Even then, that's still it's an unusual thing to see somebody fucking chain smoke like that in a fucking hospital. It's a hospital. Yeah. Doctors and nurses go outside to smoke their cigarettes. They don't do it inside the fucking hospital, even then in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, that, that, that is true, Tim. Maybe it's a fake hospital run by secret members of the cult. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Tim. <laughs> These are some big accusations here. <clears throat> yeah, it's almost like maybe we shouldn't trust some of the people working hospital. there. Yeah. Oh, then they would have just fucking killed oh, her. Oh, right. Ass. There, there's no such thing. You know. Yeah. No, they would have just locked <laughs> her in a room until she starved to death. That was. Yeah. You got to be immediately suspicious of a uh, Scientology mental hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I thought God. that was your whole thing, guys. Yeah. Your whole thing is we have to remove the alien soul pieces from our body. So I don't never know how much go, I'm never open up the yellow page and check out AAA Psychiatric Hospital. <laughs> Yeah, just the f- Tim. First of all, yellow pages, quaint, <laughs> quaint. But I will tell you this. Well, uh, come on, the AAA buddy buddies at home. Work, I'm a, work with a mailman, mm-hmm. and I delivered yellow pages like two weeks ago. Oh wow! So I walked into work and the there was a stack of the yellow building, pages. Right? I'm like, the fuck is this? And yeah, it's all it's all blue hairs. I just wrote deceased on all of them and tossed them out. <laughs> you know, you know, oh, Bobby, I was just going to say, they're going to tell you to come back in two weeks and find out which ones are dead because the fucking yellow pages are still outside their door. It's uh, <laughs> a good move, Tim. That's a good move. It's like a years, reverse census. How many years are we away from the yellow pages get delivered and it's just like a fucking cardboard sheet with a QR code on it? Like those <laughs> shitty fucking restaurants that don't have menus. Fuck oh, you. Shit. That's gonna I happen, can't imagine why the fuck would anybody even still advertise? Because that shit was expensive. Because I remember when I worked in a pet food store, they'd call us up and it'd be like fucking like four thousand, five thousand dollars to get in the fucking yellow pages. God damn, was it getting a Super Bowl commercial? Well, you know, look, it was like it was probably like a couple hundred bucks if you want just a fucking line, but if you want like anything that anybody was gonna look at. Nice two page spread. Yeah. <laughs> In the yellow pages. You got, yeah, got a centerfold in it. You got that Burt Reynolds saying. laying on the rug. <laughs> Eat some pet food. I mean, look, if you want to get your pipes clean, there, yeah. there's no better way to advertise it. I can fix it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, they have this fucking pillow screaming therapy session about anger and getting out some anger. And this is when Lana starts complaining about all the geese that had to get killed to make the pillows. <clears throat> oh, and this yeah, was somebody else makes... was like, these are polyester. Yeah, these aren't even these aren't even made with feathers. Somebody makes a joke about because somebody was like her first husband, second husband. What's the difference? And the crazy ball guy goes about four inches. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got a real fucking yobo in this house. <laughs> I thought first time I saw that when I saw those old people, I thought like, wait, married people can be in the same mental hospital. I thought together? they were married too. Yeah, because yeah, he kept pawing at her, and she's like, "I told you not to touch me in public." Oh, oh yeah, no, that's yeah. just their kink, dude. They got <laughs> we'll get to that. Th- those those crazy people are fucking all over that goddamn hospital. Yeah, yeah. that could it be happens. their kink. They're just rich, and they just want to see what it's oh, like yeah. in a mental hospital. <laughs> so you, they're just doing, like, sex tourism in a mental hospital, Tim? Is that what you're <laughs> accusing them of? Getting in trouble for being caught is part of it. That's what makes it so hot. They're walking around with alcohol. They're able to get into fucking parts of the hospital that nobody should be able to get into, right? True. Yeah, just kind of sneaking into the the turbine room, which I didn't know hospitals had. But we'll, we'll get to I didn't that. know the turbine room was actually that important to our actual hospital. Yeah, thank God. Uh, it's it's a weird that we have a mental hospital full of nothing but Mortal Kombat stage fatalities. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's one of my notes. I was like, just like Nightmare on Elm Street three, this is mm-hmm. the worst security I have ever seen in a hospital. Oh man, it's just it's just Lawrence Fishburne and that molded dude with the drugs. Oh God. <laughs> so uh then uh, cynthia our heroes has a flashback to the day of the fire right you get the idiot cult leader dumping gas everywhere and splashing everyone with it and lights them all on fire face. and this was the scene that i saw on shutter and oh this yeah was the only my only Jeez. prior experience with this movie was this scene <laughs> And the, the way that they're piping in the sounds of, like, children crying in no, the background. No, you hear babies. You never see the yeah. babies, but you hear them. <laughs> yeah, that's like... Cameo a, by Baby Ghost. Oh, yep. <laughs> that's how it got made. <laughs> uh, yeah, have you ever listened to the um, the Jonestown tapes? You know? I'm well, good. I, uh, that's how I like... When if I can't sleep, I like to put the Jonestown tapes on. Put that on, on. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. very soothing. My wife can tell me put the headphones on while I listen to it. You know, but, you like to correct people that it was Flavor Aid and not Kool Aid. You're one of those guys. <laughs> it is a good point. Get my favorite song, Me and Jimmy Jones. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, no, I'm sorry. I meant Jimmy Jones. I was talking about a Jimmy Jones wow, training. Hey, that's what I'm having for dinner after we record. Yeah. Oh man, you must the, be high. there's got to be some like fucking shit ass uh, uh, t shirt uh, uh, company uh, online selling a Jimmy John's logo t shirt that says yeah. Jimmy Jones on it. Yeah, free free Kool Aid with every sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's supposed to be Flavor Aid. See, that's there killing with Candace too. That's the bad thing. She's loving it. Candace I know like, because I'm like, I have listened to it. Yes, <laughs> like Candace I, is like, what small town mall kiosk can I get that at? <laughs> yep. I uh I've done a lot of research on Jonestown. It's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, it's a favorite, Candace. I, I really yeah, <laughs> I, like I love someone describing Jonestown as research? one of my favorites. I've watched so many documentaries, read so many articles, listened to yeah. so many podcasts. So Which many interestingly enough, if you watch the research. movie Cut and Run, Richard Lynch was there. Hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah, we uh we listened to all that shit of the children dying, and that's that's the the trailer Candace heard, and she's like, "I got to see this movie." Oh, man. <laughs> that worked Candace into a lather, <laughs> frothing. That's how you always you always get points with me when you kill kids in movies. I'm sorry. Fair, yeah. I prefer it in frame, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's well, always fine. bonus points. Uh, Sometimes so then, it's what you don't see that's the scariest, right? True. 
through. Yeah, it's the implied infant death. That's the scary. <laughs> the implied infanticide. Yeah. So uh, then Harris calls her out. The cult leader is like, "Hey, bitch, you didn't die." Uh, so, <laughs> Favorite line from the movie. Yeah, hey, bitch, you didn't. That would be a fratty line. Why yeah. does he yeah, call exactly. the love child? I thought there was going to be a payoff with that. We never yeah. really address it. Like it's I, implied because, like, I don't think she knew who her dad was—that he is her dad—but we never actually uh, like get into it. Well, because there's the the weird like later on when he's all like, "We have Search a connection." Your feelings, you know, it's true. I'm your fault. <laughs> <laughs> that very famous line from Bad Dreams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, why not? In for a penny, in for a pound, right? <laughs> uh, when she gets her hand cut off, get you. George Lucas is going to get you. <laughs> Yeah, when she gets her hand cut off, though, it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> so, so uh, no, he's like, look, you didn't die. Now you're making us all wait, so you need to die. We're edging here for the past yeah. 13 years. We've That's been ghost edging. <clears throat> Man, he's oh. going to bust like Freddy Krueger. And I was going to say with the whole love child thing, I thought maybe that was just like a term that hippies used. Because, you know, they were like a hippie cult. Mm. Yeah, but I don't think they refer to themselves as love children. Love child. I think that's like what old people call them, right? I have oh, no he, idea. He was pretty old, so you never know, Tim. <laughs> oh man! So then, yes, yeah, she just wakes up screaming, and she's Thank telling you. the staff and uh, Detective Wasserman, you know what happened. By the way, Detective Wasserman was fantastic in this. Oh, I love man, it. he wanted to Who kill her so he bad. So familiar to me, Wasserman. Yeah. He was, what was he in? God damn it. Uh, Cy Richardson, he was in. Uh, hmm. This is fun content right now. Well, yeah, this is great because I'm trying to look it up too. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, let's all search the internet for it real <laughs> and this quick. Is, no, when he comes out on Tuesday, I'll just say. Oh, Tim, he was, on an, he was on an episode of Dragnet. That's probably what you. Don't you remember? Right. I mean, you yeah. joke, but you're probably right. That's probably. Yeah. He was also in the movie Men at Work, Tim. That's pretty great. With uh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen and Amelia West of Yeah, He's also in Nocturna, if you want to get ready for November. Oh. The Devil's, yeah. was no, it, uh, Dracula's granddaughter? No, we don't. And he played <laughs> he played Rudy Ray Moore's dad in Pete Wheatstraw. Well, hmm. I actually had ideas for November for actual oh, popular no. good movies. So maybe that'll change your mind. <sighs> Oh, he's in They Live. Oh, shit. Oh, yep, shit. Yep. Cameo in They Live. Yep. Yeah, there he's one is. of the revolutionaries. Okay. That's so, right. Wait. So technically a bloody buddy. Fucking How about that? fake-ass John Carpenter fans. You don't recognize him? <laughs> he's also in <laughs> Kim hey, Tim. hey, Tim, what's the name of that song that plays every time she goes back in time to see her cold house? I want to say time, but I know his Pink Floyd has <laughs> got that down. So I'm going to say time. Oh, no, wait, that's the uh, cowbell. Steve Miller Band. Sorry. Yeah, it was Time by Pink Floyd and the Steve Miller Band. <laughs> no, Time is uh, Pink Floyd and Steve Miller Band's got time slipping into the future. It's, this uh, one's just got time and then the cowbell, yeah. No, it's Time is on my side from the That's the a wrong song. It's a Fred Astaire. <laughs> yeah. No, so this was Time Has Come Today by the Chamber Brothers, Tim. Ah, the, the Flying Brothers. Chamber Brothers. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she wakes up screaming. She tells Wasserman about what happened. She's like, look, man, I got scared. I ran from the fire. And then a big wind picked me up. And then I woke up here. 
I was hoping they were going to pay off what the big wind was. They I don't. thought it was just the explosion that happened. Because yeah. that's she, she just got blown forward. It's what it feels like. Dirt lands on her. Wait, Candace, you've been in an explosion that projected you? No, I've just watched videos on what it does to the human body. What the just, fuck are you watching, <laughs> baby? <laughs> Jonestown, listen to Jonestown audio and watching fucking videos of what do explosions do to your human body? Just watching explosions, human bodies flying around and listening to when when Jim Jones was telling people, hey, I know the kids are acting like it really hurts, but it doesn't, right? They're just that's, testing your faith. Yeah, that's, that's Candace's fucking Friday night. <laughs> Right there, Jesus Christ! Well, I did not stop watching In Search of Darkness three. <laughs> That's true. That's why your husband's uh, screaming in the pillow. So, uh, okay, I'm glad we could have all the wild, like, emotional scenes of you know reflection and personal revelation. So, why don't we now cut to them all wearing giant towels in the shower? And this is where I have in my notes. Um, I don't remember hospitals having locker rooms for their patients. That's I have the new. same thing, Candace. I have the same thing. Can crazy people lock shit up and keep it where they're the only ones who can get access to it? I don't think no. so. No. Well, they have a they have a softball team. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's kind of necessary. Are they called the, gonna... crazies? <laughs> the crazies. <laughs> the crazy eights. Uh, <laughs> maybe the crazy nines. I'm sorry. The fifty-one fifties. yeah that sounds like fun give them bats you know (laughs) game called due to insanity (laughs) oh man it would be like when uh was it was it when uh when goofy pitches (laughs) you have those 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 pitches that are doing like weird corkscrews that like stopping right before the plate guys we got we got to practice for the big game against the pyromaniacs next week (laughs) I heard we're going to state this year. Man, I am I am here for that movie or TV show where it's a sports movie, but all the teams are mental institutions. So it's like a cross between the longest yard and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm. Who wouldn't make want a plan words for illegal their own, but it's not coming to me. Uh, yeah, so then they just play a woman's team. Like that's their handicap is that they're women. Tim, is that what you're implying? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. I could just see but it in the, the trailer now of just like an all-female team, and I thought we were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn. So, yeah, we get to just I see him chilling out in the shower. And then Lana, the, the one that doesn't talk a lot, she comes up and talks about how the... She and just, just the fuck up in this yeah, movie. Just, she won't <laughs> shut up. Well, All right. Here's one thing I was disappointed with this movie is the way she has her hair. Right? She has to have some kind of score fucked up shit on the other side of her face that we have to see some point. Yeah, you know how in Inglorious Bastards they never explain um, Brad Pitt's neck scar to him. They just kind of leave that as a, like a character's no, but, mystery. Uh, as soon as you see her and she has half her hair covering her face like she's fucking uh... pissed me off. Well. I was expecting that was going to happen. Is something some part was going to be like why she was in the mental hospital? Oh, because she cut up half her face, or half her face is burned and shit like that, and that's why she's covering it up with the hair because it's an unusual fucking haircut, even for an insane person. And or yeah, Tim, maybe she's a big flock of seagulls fan. I was thinking she could be a reverse flock of seagulls one. Yeah, but instead <laughs> of going up, she's bringing it all the way down. Well, I thought it was just an eighties haircut. No, Candace, that's not the '80s. That's a fucking. I can't think of the uh, the old actress. Well, her hair's like the chick from that. Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Hair. Rita Hayworth, I think. 
Hey, don't don't question Tim on hairdos from the 80s. Mm-hmm. That's right, Candace. This is his area it's of my expertise. Lane. I'm just with saying, you, if I've seen two movies with that exact same haircut, it's probably a thing from the 80s. Uh, you're the expert on infanticide. He's the <laughs> expert on now, women's yeah. haircut in the 80s. It's true. And 70s oh, I, I like the thought, though, that E.G. Daly moves her hair out of the way and there's just like an embedded Pee Wee Herman's face. Ooh, she's got like a malignant. Yeah, there's a malignant, but it's Pee Wee Herman. No, she's got, she's got half Tommy Pickle's face. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrifying. <laughs> or what was the bully character from Pee Wee's Playhouse? Francis. Francis. Oh, from yeah. the movie, not the. Yeah, yeah, from the movie. Yeah, so that's Francis is just under her hair. <laughs> that smug fucking face of that asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. He's on the back of my head taking a bath. It's a, he's, he's got a racket because she worked at the uh, bike, bike store and he stole the bike. Man, this is all coming together. This it goes all, all the way at the top. Perfect sense, folks. Pee-wee's Big Adventure Secret Malignant movie. <laughs> we need more secret malignant movies. <laughs> we need characters just turning around and revealing the face on the back of their head. That's true. That That's an underused thing. I, I would. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. So... <laughs> Yeah, she uh, starts talking about, like, look, man, the, that cult sounded like the bee's knees, man. It sounded like a good idea. So she's like, hey, I'll be your I'll be your friend if you want. You could probably use a friend. She said, Fucking, fuck you. <laughs> Emo-ass Cynthia is like, all my friends are dead. Fuck off. <laughs> Why don't you just die already? <laughs> yeah, why don't you die like them? Oh, well. do the uh, online <laughs> troll thing. Go, go kill yourself. So yeah, she fucks off, and then uh, Cynthia starts hallucinating about her old running crew, and Harris beckoning her like, "Hey, hey, come o- come over here," you know. She's like, goes and looks, and like, "Oh fuck, Lana's wandering off," and so they have a swimming pool too, Tim. <laughs> yeah, so they can just freely go around all the time. <laughs> yeah, but but Lana, for her hallucination, first of all, she knows what Harris looks like in the hallucination. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, and then she just sees this weird pond for a baptism, and she's like, "That's probably normal that I'm hallucinating this. I'll I'll just jump in the the pond." But it seems like Cynthia is also hallucinating the same thing. So yeah. I thought there she's was going to be like, like a psychic connection. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you're thinking it, it's like uh, bleeding into a little bit of the Dream Master. Yeah, could be. Oh, man. That's what I thought. I thought there was going to be a reveal. Yeah, this movie's a fucking has become the teacher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the... fair. If, like, then the Nightmare series came back and ripped off everything they were doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little... Yeah, fuck you. We can get Richard Lynch. Like, it's a little yeah. turnabout is fair play for them. <laughs> Guess who Freddy's father is? Oh God! Right, we're taking Richard... that idea and the nerdy black girl. Like, right, it's like Lynch. a draft. <laughs> Richard Lynch is Freddy's father, man. You know what? I'm on board. You, you know what? He could be old enough to be Freddy's father. Man, it's better Dick than Cougar. Alice Cooper. Yeah, he bangs that nun and then takes off and starts a fucking cult. <laughs> nun banging Richard Lynch. Let's go. So he'd be the son of one maniac. Then at least that'd be. Because he knew who his dad was. Oh, then maybe Freddie wouldn't kill. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> what could have been? What could have been? for his father throughout all If only movies. Richard Lynch, with the cult leader, was Freddie's father, then he would have been better off. Well, There's got to be an episode of uh, Freddie's Nightmares that covers it. 
Well, we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it over on the Grindbin Patreon in about eight years. So, yeah, she gets fucking drowned in this pool, and he keeps saying, like, he, he's cleansing her. He's like, uh, I, 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 but he also warns her. He's like, I warned you. Somebody else is going gonna to uh-huh. take your place unless you kill yourself. Yeah, so she's psychically, I mean, I, I interpret it as she's psychically seeing this Richard Lynch, like, killing her. Right. Fascinating at the same time. So I was like, I thought there was going to be a, a psychic connection or like a big reveal that, you know, all of it was real, but it went in the exact opposite direction. <laughs> but that makes no sense, though. Like, why would they be hallucinating the mm-hmm. same thing? Who knows what those drugs do, though, Candace? It's true. combination. If you take enough Halcyon and enough that and then liquid marijuana, hmm. might open up some of that psychic challenge. Well, Candace, I would encourage you to check out a podcast called The Joe Rogan Experience. He talks about <laughs> DMT and the way that people have the same place that they all go to when they're on. Yeah, I've heard he's it on like the really universe. Uh, what's that, Bobby? I was saying, yeah, he's like really smart. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Jordan idiot, Oof, that you. idiot that used to make people drink bullcum for money. Yeah, he's a fucking genius. Well, yeah, he's mm-hmm. a genius because he made billions of dollars doing it. Yeah, he also got hit in the head a bunch. So, <laughs> well, he was on that show. He wasn't a producer, so I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he made a nice little bank off of that, but I don't no, think he's, that's he's, what got, got him. UFC got him all that fucking money and the attention. No, he's made all of his money selling out America through his fucking bullshit podcast and basically encouraging Nazis. So Both sides. I mean, no, 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 Eddie. It's what we sides. all plan to do with our shows. Yeah. Are there any Nazis that want to sponsor the show? No, Eddie. I know you're from Washington, but <laughs> show some class. Oh, that's true. We can get localized ads. We can do, you know, we can uh, do a Nazi show for Eddie. We can do a marijuana show uh, commercial here in New York. And Candace, I don't know. What do they yeah, something about they killing babies for something Candace. Something about corn. Yeah. Yeah. The food, not the band. Oh, well, so I'm out. <laughs> we could afford it. Uh. If Corn the Band sponsored Corn in Missouri, that'd be fucking sweet. That'd be pretty yeah, sweet. Be yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we cut to uh, the the yeah, like you said, Robbie the the or Bobby the 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 nerdy black woman walks in just to remind Cynthia. Oh, hey, by the way, I'm still psychic or maybe a religious nut, and you're defenseless against him. And it's like, well, <laughs> just, wait. Just want to check in and let you know that. Yeah, she just uh, periodically does just check in with Cynthia to remind her how fucked she is. That's just kind of her move. <clears throat> it's a good character to have. Yeah, yeah. So now we cut to Miriam cutting a deal. Miriam's the, the older lady, the chain smoker. Yeah. She's like, listen. Let's bust out of here. I have a friend who's an editor for Me Magazine. You've obviously heard of it. Yeah, because we like, find out that she used to be a tabloid reporter before uh, before she attempted yeah. a hurt to take her own life several times. Yeah. So, uh, and she's like, look, of course I haven't heard of you. I've been in a coma, idiot. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> and even before the coma, I lived out in the middle of no. I lived at like some place yeah. that would be in a sound garden video. I don't think there was a lot of copies <laughs> in the National Enquirer and the the Branch Davidians. No, you, you didn't realize though that the Unity Cult uh, had a ton of magazine subscriptions. That that looked like a uh, dentist waiting room in there. Maybe so that's think- how they made their money selling those magazine subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. No, they just kept playing Publishers Clearinghouse, waiting for that big check. <laughs> well, you guys have never read highlights for crazies. Stupid <laughs> 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 <Jupus> and gallant. <laughs> oh man. 
So yeah, she's like, look, we'll bust out of here, right? We get the editor. We'll write your story, make a fucking million dollars. And I'm like, okay, so here's the yobo of the nut house. Great. <laughs> yeah, crazier than a nut house yobo. <laughs> Even me, I would like, no, nah, this isn't going to work because there's not that much money in the story to no. split it two ways. No. Now, Tim, you would you would just write down her story for her and then encourage her to jump or something. Yeah, you would uh, no, her I would write down a story. I'd plagiarize the shit out of a story, and then I would just say, "Look, yeah, look, that bitch in the fucking loony bin. Who are you going to mm-hmm. believe?" Then, then you could just be like the the million little pieces guy on Oprah, just make Uh-oh. it about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you. Once you said Oprah, I checked out. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, sorry, Tim. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, he, she did create Doctor Phil, though, so that's I, that's why because she's one of the worst things that ever happened to fucking uh, TV. Yeah, yeah. I would have argued, but then Doctor Oz, so mm-hmm. she really has a problem. Yeah. Then Doctor Oz, Rachel Ray balances the scales out, but not, but not anywhere near enough. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you a Rachel Ray. That's fair. And she balances it in less than thirty minutes. I think she cocked. So she's like, hey, I'll get my publisher will give me an advance. I'll share it with you. You can go like take all that money, head out to some cool resort or like a cruise or something where you can fight your demons in your head, and then we'll all be happy, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's probably not gonna work. So she's Miriam's not gonna like, find a better setup than she's got in this hospital. It's a nice fucking room and no 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 rent, nothing. So you would say <laughs> that this hospital is nicer than most resorts? Where she's going to be able to go? She ain't got no fucking money. I love this oh. Yobo, like, arguing to stay at the asylum. He's like, three hots at a cot, dude. This is great. <laughs> you know, that kind of place. I swear to God, look, you could fuck in that place. People are getting fucking drunk that in that place, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. The, guy, the guy's got a hip flask. I'm like, where the fuck did he get that? And how's he feeling? <laughs> yeah, that's where true. The, the guy's got a fucking Bowie knife. Go the floor and knock shit over. Nobody ever fucking notices what's going on. <laughs> you know what, Tim? You're selling me on this fucking place. Yeah, I like a real smoke if you got him hospital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, Bobby, that's right. You could smoke in this fucking hospital. God damn it, man. You can't smoke in a fucking bar, but that hospital, they'll let you smoke. That's the revelation of this episode. This place yeah. fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get ourselves committed. Look, the worst thing did Reagan did was get rid of all of our mental institutions. Because well, look, he man. saw what was happening there. It's yeah. like, what a waste of taxpayers' money. <laughs> this is better than the Ritz. What the fuck are we doing here? These fucking Cadillac crazy people. <laughs> so, yeah, then Miriam is like, okay, I'm going to leave because we're allowed to do that. <laughs> Just goes and gets in the elevator. In the elevator. <laughs> Doors close, and she's like, see ya. Cynthia fucking sees Harris, of course. She's like, oh, shit. Richard Lynch is on the goddamn elevator again. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Somebody's got to get the Richard Lynch off the fucking elevator. (laughs) He must learn to fear and respect the elevator. (laughs) Oh, man. You throw a Jason Lee in here just complaining about the elevator a few scenes, I'm down. Uh, So, yeah, doors closed. Cynthia rushes down the stairs to rescue her. But uh, it's too late because you cut to Miriam running full speed off the top shooting star press from the sixth (laughs) fucking floor, dude. Just boom. (laughs) And just I, you know, if anyone who isn't familiar with uh, my yuck yucks on my show, uh, I love a dummy drop. Oh, God. 
Bobby, oh, the, my God. This is a fantastic thumb. It, it's up there with the wang wang on the umbrella. On the staircase. <laughs> he just needed a cigarette. Oh, my God. No, the staircase wasn't a dummy, oh, Candace. Right. Was <laughs> I that's forgot. Right. They couldn't afford a dummy small enough. <laughs> he just threw wang wang. <laughs> but, yeah, this is a fantastic, fantastic dummy like, work. You get the, the face impact on the pavement. Oh, so good. And so, it's like it's like Gallagher hit the sledgematic, man. You just <laughs> they just filled they just filled a dummy head full of like you know strawberry jelly and dropped it off the roof. Yeah. So the tabloid writer is uh, the newest thing to hit the streets. So <laughs> all the press shows up to to grill the doctor about having all these fucking suicides taking place. They're like, dude, two <laughs> in like a week. The doctor's well, that's like, a bit much. Dude, Oh, this upscale place and tell this ain't your fucking creed more. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's certainly a step up from Arkham. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but look, man, you want to make an omelet, you're gonna crack a couple of eggs. So Cynthia, she's talking to melted cult leader's face, and he's all like, Listen, I got this undying love and this shared pain with you. I'm like, what the fuck? What what are we what are we doing here with this guy? Well, here's a question. I just thought, <laughs> what's this guy selling? Why do you think that they they switch back and forth between showing him with his regular face and then showing him with the fucking pizza face? Oh, money. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it would all be pizza face, but that would cost a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Had... I mean, come on. You could have gotten all those things done in two days. At most, no. right? Tim, they they had to they had to license Sweet Child of Mine, Tim. They couldn't oh, afford Oh man, when that fucking needle dropped. Oh. Holy fuck. Because <laughs> like, that I was wasn't like, how like was uh, Welcome to the Jungle Days for Guns N' Roses. That's Sweet Child of Mine days for Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Yeah, so they could only afford one day of pizza face. Tim. <laughs> they made the choice. It yeah. was Slash or Gash. They had to pick one. Slash or burn, what do you want? <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, she she's just talking to cult leader dude about their shared pain. And I guess he's like, listen, here's what, here's what you got to do, all right? You got to kill yourself, okay? <laughs> look, I really need this favor. It's just look. an internet troll. Come on, look, right, child. Yeah. <laughs> listen, sweet child of mine, I need you to kill yourself for me love child the love child i i don't need this guy i do not need him saying love child to her over and over again like it's a bit much i think it would be even creepier if she called him daddy yeah don't say that word anymore (laughs) i think i've told you that no she call him father right yeah well i think that's like a cult leader thing though they always call him father and then yeah. they fuck Well, not, uh, I thought you say calling somebody daddy is a cult leader. I'm like, no, that's maybe your cult <laughs> If I was a cult leader, daddy, that's yeah. what I would make everybody call me. <laughs> call you daddy, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. You're like, that doesn't if, make if, any if sense. If they're going to call like, you daddy, child. they're in for a pound. So. Yeah. That's so, no way to uh, talk to your daddy. He's like, listen, do it or I'm going to take down another person. And, and apropos of that. She's being selfish at this point, isn't she? <laughs> Yeah, honestly, honestly, he's right. Suicide. (laughs) Well, I mean, at this point, she's got proof. She's got two people fucking dead on her fucking time, right? Wasn't that the Mash theme song? Suicide is selfless. (laughs) (laughs) 
so Tim, you're saying in in her situation of the mm-hmm. uh, philosophical train dilemma, she should jump on the tracks and try to derail it. She should try to derail this, this crazy train. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that little stick figure person just goes over it, lays down with the other people. <laughs> exactly. He's like, you know what? We're all fucked anyway because of global warming. <laughs> you guys have the right Global idea. warming wasn't a thing. Hey, by the way, Tim. If if instead of Sweet Child of Mine they went with Crazy Train, I'm on board. <laughs> oh man, if this movie's really went all I'm aboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm getting on board. You're right, sir. Excellent. Well, get selection. that song Fire. Du, 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 du. I'll take you to her, right? That's got to be cheaper than Sweet Child of Mine at that point. We almost we also got, accepted Love Trade. We almost got Tim Yobo karaoke there for a minute. Yeah, I was getting excited for a second there. <laughs> no, wait until a certain uh, podcast does uh, Tommy with me, and I promise to sing almost all the right through the entire Ooh. podcast. Wait, who has a mustache and Tommy? <laughs> uh, Pete Townsend has a mustache and beard in that show. Uh, the there we show. go. Yeah. Right, but, and Eddie, in, is in, in post, there with a mustache can you add the backing and, uh, music when Yobo starts attitude? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I try, you know what? I tried to add, add that rap song for the, the Wang Wang rap at the end of the last one. Fucking yeah. Libsyn gets back to me. They're like, listen, there's like DMCA shit because I guess like I sampled some stuff. I'm like, God damn it. And you're like, DMX is dead. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, DMX died. What are you? <laughs> I don't remember Run DMC doing anything with it. <laughs> Run DMC featuring Wang Wang would have rocked, dude. I love that. I would have been down. Yeah. <laughs> they just carry him all the time. Just... No, no. I want to see. I want to see Wang Wang on a turntable and they're scratching the record with him, <laughs> spinning him back and forth. Walk very slowly because of how small your legs are. This way, <laughs> Wang this way. Oh, walk this Wang. Oh, there we go. Walk That's this way. We've done it, ladies and gentlemen. We've done it. <laughs> we threaded that needle that nobody wanted threaded. Oh, shit. that's right. And then just give me a little kiss when he fucking uh, sexually slows the woman in the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect video. <laughs> Uh, so the <laughs> couple of horny old people whiz by your room. Yeah. And we see uh, cult leaders getting in there for, uh, for, I don't know, they're going to go pull little finger cuffs on grandma. So <laughs> Spit roaster. Yeah, she's going to go get spit roasted in the turbine room. No, so they go. Uh, that was my favorite Run DMC song. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that two live crew? <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, I think that was the one that got them censored. <laughs> Spit roasting granny in Freddy's boiler room. <laughs> that was the Freddy rap? Spit roasting in the boiler room. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, because they head down to Freddy's fucking boiler room. We're the dream. Yeah. No, no, we're not. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. And, There's uh, so many nice places to go and fuck in this hospital. And they pick this. this- is. <laughs> Well, she's and then got... they get taken up the extra notches, open up this fucking cage, and go inside next to this fucking turbine. To okay, it sounded pretty cool, man. But looking at like it this woman's cool. kinks, she's like, "Ooh, yeah, we have to be bad so I can feel bad about myself tomorrow." Yeah, she probably yeah. wants it to be as dirty as possible. Yeah. Like she specifies like, that that's sexually the she's and sleep physically. With this guy. And I'm like, she's you know, not like, into this. It. Might be yeah, this might be my favorite woman in this whole movie right now. <laughs> She's got whatever. Tim's like, I'm a total slob. I can make this happen. (laughs) She's got whatever kink Candace's husband has. So they go down. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) 
I gotta yeah, get you and- once every episode, Ken. <laughs> 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 and the music too uh keeps like just just you know wading into that nightmare on Elm street water yeah it really does like just just enough to get ahead of the copyright lawyers yeah it's, it's they're just vanilla icing it <laughs> <laughs> no i said one four freddy's at the door i mean harris harris is at the door yeah see it's not the same it's not the same <laughs> it's it's one <laughs> So they go down into this grungy boiler room to fuck, and the Try guy and whips, the back door. whips out his crazy flask of whiskey. And he's like, look, I got to get real fucked up if I'm going to bang you out down here with, like, huh? infant skulls in the fucking furnace. <laughs> with Freddy standing right there. Just beating it with his he's knock. He's watching this. Click, click, click. Come on, let's go. Uh, I'm not here, you guys. Don't mind me. Yeah. I'm going to be in the corner of whacking it. Just go to it. So they go back, have a couple of shots. And then, and then they, they go back to a wall and, and Bobby, you nailed it because now we're in the, uh, I had eternal champions. There's literally exactly eternal champions. Yeah. Trident's level and eternal champions was the (laughs) reference. I have. Because it's just a giant turbine behind them. And I'm like, wait a second, hold on here. Is this where because, Elon Musk's building like his fucking SpaceX rockets or some shit? Are you kidding? That's where he's tweeting from. Oh, okay. That's okay. his bunker. I wish, man. I could shove him back in that turbine. Oh, that'd be good. Be careful with that kind of violent talk, Eddie. You might get a blue check mark. I mean in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, you might end up verified. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I, I saw somebody was working on a script that would log. You'd log into your Twitter account, and it would go through and block everybody who's got the blue check mark, so you just don't see their tweets anymore. There's a hashtag about that, yeah. But I think uh, uh, take it for what it's worth because it was on Twitter, and I'm a little bit drunk and high right now. Uh, I think there's there's some workaround that they're doing on it where if you block too many people with blue check marks, something bad happens to you. Oh. oh, it sounds oh, like shit. one of those chain letters. Yeah. I was going to say, did Cynthia did your, didn't uh, block too many people and look what happened to her. <laughs> did your aunt forward that to you in an email, Tim? It's <laughs> <laughs> about as verifiable as my Canadian girlfriend in middle school. <laughs> hey, it was on Twitter and they had a blue check mark next oh, to the name okay. and it was the New York Times. So it must be true. Yeah, right? it said that it was at the New York ass post. So... <laughs> Like, I don't remember them having ass in the title, but I guess times are changing. So, uh, no, they they go in there, and then all of a sudden, the lights just go out. Real bad problem with that at a hospital, if your power just goes out. Yeah. No warning. It usually, because you have people on the cool uh, Big Lebowski dude machines in there. Yeah, the iron lungs, the people who are mm-hmm. incubated. Yeah, they they might need incubated, not incubated, or incubated. <laughs> this yeah. could be just a mental. Hospital. Yeah, babies that are being incubated. Exactly. Yeah, we don't never... see any proof that this is like a regular hospital. There's like no ambulances pulling up in an emergency. It looks like this, you know, like a mental hospital, mental ward. I thought it was a mental ward attached to a hospital. It's just sort of a general hospital. Yeah, it's just kind of whatever you need for the scene, Tim. Is what this hospital is. It, well, there's certainly a lot of fucking guards running around with fucking guns on their hips. So yeah, what the? F- 
Yeah, that's that's a good move. Just just guns, just <laughs> so, hanging out. So this hospital's in Florida. This hospital's in Florida. Yep. Look, the only thing that'll you know stop a crazy guy person. With COVID? Yeah. Oh man, nobody's wearing masks even when they're doing surgery. Have so, you tried shooting these feelings about your dad? <laughs> if it sounds like you're pretty angry, you should go buy a gun. Yeah, hey, in fact, we have some we can loan you. Next time they go have an operation, <clears throat> tell the doctor you don't want him to wear a mask while he's operating on you. Yeah. Just say, hey, doc, why don't we raw dog this one? Am I right? And then <laughs> High five motion him. for him to yeah. take the mask off. Uh, so, uh, then I just have the old janitor guy get sent to the, uh, <laughs> like an exhaust old trap. Man Jenkins. No, he knows. First of all, see this, this one, this is a rich hospital. That janitor is working 24 hours a day. He's there as soon as the fucking lights go out. Right. They didn't have to call yeah. him. He's there. He already so he probably has a room there. He's living no, the dream. They, they probably and he just... knows right away. Oh, it's the main turbine. They probably just have a crazy person and a janitor outfit. I was going to say, he's <laughs> probably one of the, the union. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's our non-union janitor. <laughs> I'm also a He'd client. He'd have to be crazy not to be union. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he heads down to where the sluice trap is for the turbine, I guess. And he goes to open it up to see what's going on. Because somebody, and I also like that just some nurse is all like, oh, I bet the turbine's out that powers the place. <laughs> you guys know that giant fucking turbine we got down there? <laughs> you know how we're powered by like a, a nuclear reactor and a jet engine? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? They have their own transmission station. <laughs> I like just the subtle hint that this movie is post-apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> like oh we didn't mention by the way the world ended eight years into her coma <laughs> yeah well now, no that's that, a cloverfield movie again this is this is just a movie with zombies in it so the zombie apocalypse has happened <laughs> we just never see the zombies because after all the most interesting part about a zombie movie candace and you'll agree <laughs> Is the interactions between the people. Nope. <laughs> and the walking. Hey, did you guys know that maybe man is the real monster? Ooh. Maybe. Oh, now God. that you mention it. You know, there's a, well, two points to make about that. One, there is an entire full page panel that one of the Walking Dead comics ends with where a uh, lead character, Rick, goes, don't you understand? We are the Walking yeah. Dead. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That yep. was one of the last issues I ever read of that. <sighs> Oh, so that, um, that's like the Glenn episode falling off the fucking garbage can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Jesus. just for me watching that TV show. But uh, I remember there's a there's some kind. Of, I remember the title, but there's a parody kaiju movie that I remember getting a bootleg for a long time ago, and uh, played for comedy. And uh, one of the recurring characters is there's this Japanese scientist who keeps taking off his glasses and then saying something to the effect of. Maybe man is the real monster. <laughs> <laughs> and every time he does it, the rest of the cast like all turn and look at him. Like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Somebody slaps him in the back of the head. Uh, that's great. So, so yeah, he, he finally pries open the sluice hatch. Oh, no, he doesn't. That's right. Why does this turbine have a spit valve? Hey, hey, wait a second. Okay, I found a flaw with this movie, guys. Oh, we finally found a crack. <laughs> because he can't, remember, he can't open the sluice hatch. He sits yeah. down dejected, and then it turns itself and opens. He's Hell turning yeah. it the wrong way. He's trying to open it the wrong way. 
So it rebounds, Tim? That's how it opens? Uh, well, I don't know how, how it works. I don't know why that would even be an option <laughs> because he tries to get into it like the front door where the old people went into. That's locked. And there's a trap door directly underneath the turbine so, for some be- reason? Because we'll find out that there's nothing supernatural happening here. It's 100% been Dr. Beresford, who we barely mentioned, right? But what I'm wondering is, is Dr. Beresford a secret hollow man because he went down <laughs> here and opened up this fucking trap Dude, door? Head cannon accepted. Wow. You know, or, I didn't even think about that until right this moment. Yeah, this, that fucks this whole thing up. <laughs> who, t- who turned that fucking knob? <laughs> or, All right, shut it down, guys. We're going to start Mahakal. <laughs> or is the is the janitor also being drugged as part of his entire... Oh, that's why the, he lets him live there. <laughs> yeah, his entire fucking Machiavellian It goes plan. to your point that he might be, an, uh, he might be a patient. Yeah. Instead of an actual janitor. Yeah. That's true, yeah. He just thinks he's a janitor. Trying so, to fix shit. Just like blood in people chunks start falling down. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it is it's like pretty a, fucking... a full on like Evil Dead style rain of blood. Yes. And then like a rubber hand. Yeah, I will say this. The last 24 hours have been pretty bloody for yeah. uh, and Bobby, I the scene when all of the fucking vents. In oh, the that's great. <laughs> just start raining blood. And they didn't get raining blood. Raining blood from a lacerated <laughs> vent. Then <laughs> Slayer starts yeah. playing. Oh my god! It's so fucking fantastic. It, it's great. It, it, it ruled. That was <laughs> that was when that was the moment when I was like, "All right, movie, <laughs> I'm, I'm in it's, now, man. This is cool." So if uh, it's not really a spoiler, but in Evil Dead Rise, when they're in the when she's first walking into the apartment complex, and you just see a tree chipper. Yeah, and yep. I'm like, yep. oh fuck, Chekhov's tree chipper. I called yep. it. <laughs> God, that movie. It's almost fun. like a Stephen King short story. Yeah, about a uh, stationary bike. Stationary chipper. <laughs> that fucking piece of shit movie. I'm still pissed at that movie. Well, you're I the like one that watched like it. What made to, you do no, it? No, Candace, did you see him try to call Stephen King out on Twitter about it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I just asked him what was up with that fucking movie. I didn't call him out about it. You tried so to what, call him out. And so what the fuck happened with this dude? <laughs> and Challenge he, him to a duel. No, he just wouldn't. He swam in his Mr. McDuck fucking just from the <laughs> It franchise money. Like fucking who? And he can't afford the eight dollars a month. Huh, huh. Remember that fucking joke? God damn! He's getting it for free now. Elon's paying for it. That is true. <laughs> Owned him. Yeah. Ha-ha. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh no, shit! No, I'm Maybe paying that's a, the eight dollars. Yeah, he thinks that he owns Stephen King now because he's paying his eight bucks a month. I guess. Yeah. Dude, I don't mean to get on a rant about it, but like, if I had infinity dollars like Elon, I wouldn't even have a Twitter account, much less try to run it. Yeah, no shit. You'd never hear from my ass again. How can you but, be that big of a fucking loser? You were born yes, on a pile of money. That's what it is, Bobby. What if you were a big fucking loser who's never had anybody say anything except your shit smells like the best fucking perfume in the world, and now you go out and you buy a platform so you can call them all out on it, and the people who tell you your shit smells like roses, you give them blue mm. check marks. But I'll tell you one thing. For all the t- all the people who've wronged me throughout my life... Uh, I, I don't know how much money it would take for me to never think about that shit again, but it's way lower than what he has. <laughs> no. You know what this is? I, mean, I just learned about it right now. This is that episode of The Twilight Zone where that super rich guy builds a fucking fake bomb shelter. 
and invites <laughs> his teacher, his uh, guy, from oh. the, some business guy, and some guy from the army. And he gets him down the yeah. thing. He's like, "The world's going to die if you beg me. You can stay in here if you promise. You know, if you say you're mm -hmm. sorry." And they're all like, "No, fuck you." That's what Elon Musk is. Yeah, that's the actual episode. This is, but he thinks he's the kid who can exile you to the cornfield. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he just usually ends up fucking dunking on himself on social media. He wants nothing more than to be funny, and he is the uh, least funny person. He is just it's it's weapons grade cringe every time he tries to make a joke. Like, well, because to be so funny, lame. you have to have not just intelligence and quick thinking, but you also have to have empathy. Well, you could do that, or you could just write the number sixty nine. Right, that's true. when he blocked the W on the fucking side, so it was titter. Outside of the building because the landlord said he can't take the sign down. Uh, As a person whose asshole. Twitter handle does have a 69 in it, I take offense to that. Man, it's very funny. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, I'm, I can't believe I'm you don't go get any more DMs with that fucking. No, my favorite was when he walked into the Twitter office with a sink. Oh, yeah. Because he had to, he's absolutely had to have some assistant go to Home Depot. To buy oh, a fucking yeah. sink. Yeah, yeah. What a God. piece of shit. What an idiot. Oh, let that sink in. I like to beat him over the head with that sink in Minecraft. So, <laughs> so, uh, we can't do it for real, you know? No, in WWE, uh, 2K23, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat him with a I'll sink. I'll make him a playable character. I mean, you know what? I should do that. Is that a threat of violence if I make Elon Musk a character and beat the piss out of him? Can you play that game online, game? Eddie? Can you go online yeah, yeah. and play other people and just stand stream there? Stream it. <laughs> and just let other people wear no, on no. you? No, Tim, Candace's idea. Just stream it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, Twitch is owned by Amazon, so. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to give a fuck. If it was like Bezos, they might be mad. Now, he makes so much money, he doesn't care. See, he, he gets it. Yeah, I, I'll never compliment Jeff Bezos other than this moment is he is rich enough to not give a fuck about stuff like that. Exactly. Which, I mean, that's better. It's not saying much, but it's he's better. Doing, he's no, doing but rich no. guy right, at least, yeah. in that sense. Bobby's exactly right. To be the richest man in the fucking world or in the top five and to spend your all this time on Twitter. Trolling yeah. people Going and like, getting into Twitter. Yeah. Whining, Jesus calling. Christ, go to yeah. a fucking island with a super bottle. Like, yeah. you don't have to do this. Yeah. Anyway, loser. Anyhow, so we're watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, we're better than him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fuck you. We're better than him. Uh, but if he wants to sponsor the podcast, so, so yeah, dude, that's well. If oh he sponsors the podcast, can I join you guys full time? <laughs> so, oh yeah, he's yeah, delivering yeah. mail. If he, you know, look, if he wants to prove that he's not just you know on one side of the fence all the time, he could sponsor yeah, this podcast, could. and that would give him a lot of street cred. And right. you know, same I would actually think it would be funny do. on the yeah. show. I, I get it, Bobby. Those, those yellow pages get heavy. So <laughs> They do. <laughs> I understand, man. So, uh, yeah, then we go back to group therapy where Ralph's having a fucking meltdown. Right? So oh, this doesn't make any sense. What what the hell happened? <laughs> He's got the script in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> this, none of this fuck? adds up. How, who opened the hatch? It doesn't Why is there happen. a turbine? 
Yeah, why is there a turbine? <laughs> 15 minutes on the turbine. <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty great idea. Uh, if you were doing a story about people at an institution, one of the characters is reading the script to this movie. <laughs> oh, just mm-hmm. breaks the fourth wall. He's just, a, he's just a dude who does not exist in this universe who's stuck here reading the script. Like, this, this doesn't make <laughs> fucking sense at all. And they're like, giving him pills and shit. Like, okay, sir, back to your room. So wait, no, no, sir. Crazy gonna... people? We're, we're going to drug you, so so this makes more sense. By the way, uh, viewers at home, if you want to drug yourself so this makes more sense, play along. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, he freaks the fuck out. And then the, the psychic broad, she does this this whole, like, oh, it's uh, you don't understand. This is this is all what, what he's doing to you, right? It's it's what he did. It's This was done by a person. This wasn't just an act of nature or whatever. So Ralph's like, yeah, you're crazier than me. I'm going to leave. So Ralph storms <laughs> off <laughs> and uh, stigmatizes himself. And I thought that was impressive. Oh, yeah. That's when I was like, where the fuck did he get that giant knife? Why does he have that giant knife? Well, you don't remember when Crocodile Dundee was one of the inmates? <laughs> <laughs> they traded him yeah. peck cigarettes. <laughs> it was Doc Dundee in there. He was <laughs> fucking supervising therapy sessions. They pan over to just Paul Hogan in a leather vest. They're like, you're not even from Australia. <laughs> Get Yahoo serious in here. He'll set you straight. <laughs> uh, he thinks he's Einstein, though. So <laughs> one of those. Don't, don't drink the beer he invented. It's just pee. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he stigmatized. He just takes this giant knife and then just stabs it through his palm. And if you've ever wanted to see Dean Cameron just stab himself through the hand, like we all do, this After is the movie. watching Rockula, yeah, you would. And honestly, who among us wouldn't want to watch that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of us are above that. So uh, I guess he just had to, you know, blow off some steam. Then uh, one of the one of the cops that's just there, he comes in. He's like, "Hey, what's this? What's all the noise in here?" And Ralph's like, ah, oh, it's nothing. I didn't like cut my hand or anything. Hey, you wanna? Can I buy you a cup of coffee? That's pretty good. <laughs> There's a coffee fucking machine in these people's rooms. Come on, he has a little coffee pot. Hey, you know, <laughs> he's just. I'm telling the doctor. I'm still hearing voices. Just so I can stay here another couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, Tim, you get your own coffee pot, bud. Why do you have a coffee pot in your bedroom? Are you worried someone's going to get you in your dreams? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, oh, Tim accidentally checks into the wrong one. <laughs> He's in the Dream Warriors Hospital. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh well. And he just and found Tim- out he was adopted. He was originally from Elm Street. Oh man, Tim's going to the quiet room. Oh <laughs> shit! <sighs> so yeah, he uh, KOs the cop with a coffee pot. It's a pretty good gag. I'll give him that. And he's like, can I get you a cup of coffee? And he pours him a little cup, and then he smashes him upside the head with it and goes, cream sugar? <laughs> you just in one lump of two. Ah, damn. You're right. Just the, the classic Looney Tunes gag, man. So uh, it KOs him with the coffee. And then he gets like some badass walking away music. <laughs> How you going to live, John, day by day? <laughs> and Ralph just yeah, marches out of there. Uh, then we cut to the the doctors trying to bribe Cynthia because she's trying to leave now. She's like, I'm fucked. This is fucked. I'm out of here. Uh, and the doctor shows up. He's got a bag full of snacks. And he's like, hey, come on. Let's go back to your room. I think and that's what's the only thing keeping these people in this hospital is snacks, snacks and drinking and fucking. 
I mean, it's kept me many places. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty hefty combination there. Like, hold on, yeah. drugs, snacks, drinking, and fucking? Like, I'll stay there for months. Well, when we find out that she's on liquid THC, the snacks make sense, right? <laughs> liquid shorts. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, man. I brought in the munchies. Why don't we all? Why don't me, the doctor, and you, the patient, go chill out alone in your room? Have, have a, a nice sleepover. <laughs> have a sleepover, cool, man. Uh, and I, I didn't, I didn't know this was going to be a meat cute for them. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I think this doctor is not very good at his job. I think he needs to retake <laughs> the test about relationships, proper relationships with your patients. Yeah, what a quack. That's going to be on the blood bank fucking bingo or the bloody bits bingo card. True. Not good at your job. <laughs> Wildly he's just, unqualified. He's just trying to fuck her. <laughs> like, and he's later on. He's patient. Yeah. And later on, he even just like, it straight up admits it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got feelings for you. Yeah. Oh, he no. loves her. How? <laughs> the psychiatrist can't stop catching feels. <laughs> I mean, I know they had 13 years of her in a coma to get to know each other, but <laughs> I don't know. Is this his name isn't Dr. Buck, is it? <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> like, listen, we've had a sexual relationship for 13 years, but I feel like I don't know you. She's like, we've, wait, what? We've had many children. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, yeah that's you were, right. You're the mother to our children. He has three of them. Yeah, when you were nightmaring about those kids being incinerated in that abandoned building, that was me winging them in the turbine. <laughs> that burning feeling was just VD. <laughs> Gotta feed the machine. Yeah. So you, you are caught up with Miriam. You have had a couple of yeast infections. I don't know about divorces. <laughs> Oh shit! That's right. He he did introduce it to the eighties. I guess this kind of counts as the condo. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I hope they don't put that in that eighties show that they're doing. Oh, no, they already the did that. They're doing that nineties show now. God damn it! I'm older. That's right. Yeah, they did the eighties one, and everyone hated it. So they're just pretending it was successful. Yeah, who was <laughs> in that? Who was in the eighties show? Somebody was in that. Wasn't the original like the husband and wife was in the in the eighties? In the nineties right? show, they were. I know they that. They were in the nineties. Oh shit! How did they yeah, fuck up the eighties shows? Everything 80s is fucking eighties. Glenn right? Howerton, he was in it. That's right, from Always Sunny. Dennis. Wow. God, I gotta huh. go back and see that. <laughs> I gotta fill that on the blood bank. Put it on that's the blood bank, yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Anyhow, uh, yeah. So he goes to try to fuck her in her room. <laughs> with with like popcorn, like bribes of treats, you know, like how you motivate a dog. So I'm like, what well, the? He's just throwing the popcorn up in the air. Yeah, he's throwing it up in the air, all playful. <laughs> like, we look, we're gonna have a good time. Forget the fact that, like, what is it now? Four people have killed themselves, and it just rained blood. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. We're all fine. Yeah, because again, she says, I want to leave. He's like, no, no, this is the safest place to be. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> are you talking Why? Yeah. Yeah. Any house where it rains blood indoors is not the safest place to be. Just that was because of the turbine, right? It's a rule of blood, you know? Yeah, that's a good point, Tim. So that, that had to have been, that couldn't have been supernatural, even though the, the hatch mm -hmm. opening was. I mean, I'm sure that Candace, you worked in a mental hospital. I'm sure that the doctors who work there, 
They might not be operating on people, but they are aware of how much volume of blood is in the average human person that even if two people got killed in a turbine, that doesn't create a blood spray throughout all the fucking vents in the hospital, right? I would are you so? sure? <laughs> yeah, Tim, I don't want to. Sure I don't want to do that. Check you? your math here, real quick, okay, buddy. Right, well, dude, yeah, please you, don't check my math. On yeah, because I, I mean, I remember if we're talking about like the hundred grams being divided. <laughs> I, into- I knew you were going to bring it back. <laughs> I'm just saying it's confusing when you look at the package and it says a hundred milligrams. Look, and man, then I like small the that says ten pieces. <laughs> Tim, it's all right, buddy. <laughs> We're gonna get through it. I promise you. <laughs> Tim's not the sus. Yeah. So fucking. <clears throat> then Ralph goes goes walking by over to to check on her, and he's like, "Hey, I uh, just wanted to pop in real quick to tell you everything's okay." She's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Yeah," and he just smears a big old fistful of blood on her door frame. He's like, yeah, "I'm gonna yeah. go. I got a karaoke thing or something. I don't know." leaves she's like wait a minute there's a bunch of blood on the door frame i'm gonna follow him because i bet there's something good <laughs> probably, probably something gold. good down that way yeah. <laughs> probably something fun <laughs> you know the crazy guy with uh bloody uh hands that just checked on me for no reason i'm gonna follow him the guy walked in with blood on his head and reassured me that everything's fine. Yeah. Apropos of nothing. This would be like well, if- so far at this point, she doesn't have to worry about anything because everybody else around her is dying, not her. She's So far, she's not in any real danger. Yeah, this would be like the guy in Jason Takes Manhattan when Jason finally gets to New York and the, the guy on the street's like, ah, oh, hell, man, that's a cool mask. If he <laughs> If Jason leaves and he's like... You're going to follow that guy. I want to see what he's up to. He's <laughs> a good guy. Looks like he has fun. Yeah, he, he looks like a party. <laughs> no, so fucking he goes and lures her, I guess, into the the record department under the the elevator too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Then gets down there, breaks the elevator control panel like a fucking control panel oh, yeah. in Dead Island. Yeah, this is our second uh, movie ripoff. This is a two for one, right? There's there's a few things that's ripping off for sure. I mean, well, you've got be the ripoff of Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was I a bad that written down. I have that written. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. I'm looking at it in my God notes right now. Wreck It Ralph, and it's circled. <laughs> Well, folks, uh, that's the Bloody Bits Horror Show for this week. I'm Good night, everybody. Tim. If anybody wants to be my new co-host, Candace, I'm you surprised you outlasted him. You said <laughs> permanent. Ah, uh, yeah. Unless you're going to scrub all those episodes. <laughs> I just got to scrub one, Tim. <laughs> just one. Uh, no, so... Yeah, he just starts fucking just knocking shit over. And he says, This is I this is when I need to blow off scene. This is where I come away. Again, how the fuck is nobody noticing that somebody in this mental hospital is going up to the fucking fifth floor of a gigantic hospital? This room's not being utilized for anything. You could put a lot of fucking loonies in that bit. Yeah. Yeah. They're really not utilizing the space here. That's a good point, Tim. <laughs> this is no, this is their record. This doesn't and- spark joy. No, 
<laughs> the feng shui is all fucked up in it too so yeah ralph uh, he opens up a uh a box of scalpels and he decides they bring him joy so he keeps them keep that in the record room on s for scalpels right <laughs> file under s for scalpels yeah tim and uh, then he starts talking about he's like uh hey now that i've got all these crazy probably used dirty scalpels uh, let's start talking about unity. And I'm like, oh unity. boy. <laughs> U-N-I-T-Y. And then he just starts. And Queen Latifah walks in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he just starts carving unity into his arms. And he goes to, to, to get her. And just then the doors behind her swing open. And remember the cop from like the beginning of the movie? The one that yeah. really wants to kill her? Yeah, he's still here. Angry movie cop. Angry movie cop that we spent 15 minutes he's trying to figure out what he was in. Because you he's see him coming out of a room and he's putting his jacket on. Oh, mm. do you think he was, you know, eating his vegetables, if you know what I mean? Oh, oh. Candace. Or maybe he he's was, not a cop anymore after 13 years. The whole thing drove him crazy. <laughs> maybe he's in there wetting his beak. Yeah, exactly. You know? He's wetting something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he police officer Buck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like the idea that he's been like haunted by this, like a Danny Glover from Saw. Or Candace, you might remember him as being... He kind of does look like Danny Glover from Saw a little bit, right? <laughs> a little bit. He's got that haggard detective thing going on. So uh, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, so he, he pops in there and they, they, they're holding the gun on old Ralph and they're like, Ralph, dude, don't, you know, don't do what you're thinking of doing. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're you, white. you should... please, please, please. We're going to give you every chance you can to put down all those scalpels. Yeah. And then Ralph is all like, uh, hey, you're right, man. I should chill out. Like, after all, this is this is madness that's going on here. And he just carves himself. Just yeah, two I... scalpels in the, and rips straight up. Pretty, again. Like some seppuku. All these special effects in this movie are damn good. Yeah. yeah really yeah. well done. Yeah. Well, as the lady that did the special effects on the cell, Tim. Well, yeah, but still, it could have. It's a ripoff of Nightmare on Elm Street. They could have gone the easier yeah. route and saved a little bit of money on this stupid shit like that, right? True, <laughs> true. I mean, they did only do you one day of pizza. the mind money coming out of your pocket. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, there was some trivia fact about that. They were going to use a different song, I guess. A, a song by X. By X. Yeah, by the band X. Oh. Oh God! Well, I guess better pick. <laughs> and it was it was literally only because like the song's title had like fire and house in the title. Hmm. Yeah. Well, close. You know, you you do what you can. <laughs> so oh, love, child of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man. So, you know somebody that. in an office is like, yeah, because he keeps calling her like sweet child or whatever. Hey, child, <laughs> something. I don't know. Get it off my desk. I don't want to see any more about this fucking movie. Well, he's calling Love Child so he can get the Supreme song. True. Yeah, you could do. I don't. I don't think it would have the same vibe. Maybe. Yeah. But then again, I don't know what vibe they were going for with Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. 
No idea. Because <laughs> it didn't really match the mood, no. <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm like, I'm walking that movie, I'm all pumped, like, yeah, let's go. Wait, wait a second. What? Yeah, I, I was pretty confused by it, too. When that song came on, I thought to myself, well, where do we go now? Where do we go? <laughs> God damn Where do we go now? <laughs> I mean, we're geniuses. Ah, uh, yeah. See, Elon, you should sponsor the show. So back upstairs, <laughs> they're like, all right, we're going to drug this bitch because this is just too much. Second favorite line from the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, can we put her back into a coma? <laughs> Everything was I working out. I don't think out. she was done yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be the best. So, yeah. The, the, the so doctor, in the middle. The doctor asshole who's the killer, we find out. He orders her into uh, isolation. Right. And then Alex yeah. is like, look, man, you shouldn't put her into isolation. You just want to see your theory played out and you want to kill her. And I'm like, what theory? No, this is yeah. the this is the best move that you, the doctor could have done. He should have done this four fucking murders ago. Put these people in isolation so nothing could happen to them. Yeah, no, as far that's as the true. doctors know, it's, at this point, both of you, in this movie... They're not supposed to think that anything supernatural is supposed to be going on. Put them in fucking isolation. Put a cop outside the door. Watch them 24 hours a day and see what the fuck happens. So this is actually a good move, but it's a little bit too late. Yeah, but the, but there's like a custody dispute going on because the cops are like, well, we want to lock somebody up for all these suicides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- because you know how they famously <laughs> arrest you people. Su- yeah, they they're going to charge you with the Jeffrey Epstein. You suicided. Him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They famously arrest people for other people <laughs> committing suicide, Tim. <laughs> you know, and I'm starting to think that this cop was trained at the same place. <laughs> the, the, the fucking hospital workers, the ambulance, the firefighters. <laughs> that, or maybe the writer had had a they're wasn't all good from the same temp agency. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, then then the doctor's like, wait a minute, cop. If I let you arrest her, will will she be safe? And the cop's like, yeah, totally. And you yeah, can I'll do put that. Her in isolation. Yeah. So safe, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, and you can totally do that because you have power of attorney over her for some reason. Well, he's a doctor, right? And she. Well, no, hold on, Candace. Here's where your expertise comes in. Uh-huh. He's her doctor, right? Uh-huh. She doesn't have any known family or known relatives. Isn't she kind of like his? Well, he could. He kind of got hmm. to say what's going on with her. Yeah, because she's I, seven. I yeah, I would say that if she needs a legal guardian, he could technically become her legal guardian, hmm. or at least over health so, matters. Okay, so Candace, you're saying that when there are two doctors who have conflicting opinions, one has seniority, but the other one really wants to fuck her. The one that wants to fuck her is the one that gets power of attorney. Uh, get the one that wants to fuck her. He sounds safe. There you go. I mean, look, I saw how well, well he, he has could a lay an interest. Right? I saw how well he could lay down a fucking in Reanimator. So <laughs> she's in good hands. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Although in Bride of Reanimator, it doesn't end well for his lover. Yeah. Well, let's just forget about that for now. Spoiler. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then the cop and the nurse just start walking her out to, to isolation. And she just starts hallucinating. 
that she's going back. This is a great scene. This is a great fucking transition when they're walking her, right? It is, yeah. It it looks great. And and it's her walking up to the cult house, you know. And uh, then she, you see her just in the room. One of the nurses is looking at the screen, you know, the the watch everybody uh, in isolation screen that they have. Uh, And with sound, by the way, how the fuck do you get any work done listening to seven crazy people? All muttering to themselves. I ask that about people when they say they listen to our podcast at work, Tim. I imagine it's the same as hearing my kids talking. I just don't pay attention. It's white noise at this point. Well, then what's the point of having the sound on? On your kids? Yeah. (laughs) Where's the mute button on this little guy? Maybe we can drug them. Oh, given that surgery where they can't bark like they do with dogs. Oh, man. That's a good one. Damn, Candace. The the nurse just sees her on the screen and hears her talking to to nobody because there's nobody on the screen. Remember that, right? Yeah. Then we we cut to they they go check in on her and uh, it's the the doctor, I guess, is in there as Harris because we find out he's, you know, been drugging them. So he takes the place of Harris. But they also just let the weird psychic girl in to talk to her. Yeah, they're just like, hey, yeah, you know what? Why don't you come in and and give her a little round of encouragement, uh, doomsayer? Well, this looks like this is the only part of the hospital that's kind of like on lockdown or anything like that. The rest of it's people coming and going in the fucking elevator. Imagine going to a hospital and getting into a fucking elevator, and next to you is a fucking mental patient. Yeah. I believe there would be some upset people. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel that way every once in a while when I get in the elevator, just in general, the, the people that I'm with are fucking crazy, but, but you know, so the doctor gets fired, Alex, cause you know, he, he tried to, to undermine well, yeah, that's how, yeah, that's how doctor. The, what the uh, fuck yeah. is the doctor? The bad he guy tried to here? adopt her. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So, what the fuck was the bad guy's name in this? Hold on here. It's Dr. Beresford. Beresford. That's not a name. No. I'll just say the judge from Ghostbusters, too. The judge from Ghostbusters. So, the judge from Ghostbusters fires Alex. Alex goes Ralph outside, just like throwing all of his shit from his desk in his Pretty box. Awesome. And then he, he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a red pill. And oh, I'm no, like, he's red pilled. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because we find out the uh, the uh, the guy with the uh, wreck it Ralph mm-hmm. wasn't taking his pills, so he put one of them in, in his pocket for some yeah. reason, and he pops it. Which, uh, why? I not? mean, why not? You're on your way out anyway. Have a party, right? <laughs> You're getting ready to drive, right? Why not take some fucking psychotropics? I well, could not figure out why he actually did it. <laughs> well, here's the question, right? The million dollar question, because he he takes it. And then some fun happens, right? But then later on, when he's down talking to the, the pharmacist, he's like, what is this? <laughs> why Why would he take it if he didn't know what it was? That's why I was like, what? Why did he do that? Well, no, 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 no. Because at the time, he thought he thought it was supposed to be a tranquilizer. Because the red pills are supposed to be the tranks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when the nurse says, oh, he didn't take his pill today. He's like, oh, he didn't take two tranquilizers. Oh, so he's not calmed down because the Ralph guy is a fucking maniac, right? It's all his fucking manic energy. So he thought he was taking a tranquilizer. Mm. But then he's going to come to find out it wasn't that. So that's why when he goes yeah. to that doctor, he's like, what is this? Okay. Okay. Bobby, do you think we could market tranquilizers to red pill assholes? Oh, you know we could. Just knock them out? Yeah. 
Just be yeah, like, no, these yeah, are. But guess what? You take this pill, and your yeah. taint is going to sunshine itself. Yeah, this, yeah, these are MAGA pills. If you take them, you get a little bit of Trump in you. Mega right. MAGA. You wake up with a bigger MAGA pills. <laughs> alpha. Put alpha in it too, yeah. somewhere, right? And something about testosterone mm-hmm. that they're taking. This is what Andrew Tate takes. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> could we lock Andrew Tate up in this fucking hospital and get him to kill oh, yeah. himself? Oh, that's an easy marketing job. We're calling this Alpha G. <laughs> <laughs> OG Alpha G. Uh, OG Alpha G. And then, yeah, then they just sedate no, themselves. Wait, that's a little too ethnic. I don't know. If I then they can just pill. stare at the wall and argue with a trans person in their mind about something that doesn't affect them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Works pretty well for a lot of people these days. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't affect them, but it affects everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Red Pilled Alex, he puts on some Vivaldi and goes fucking GTA. It's incredible. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if this Rule. is the music that got him uh, sued? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, Tim. But no. Yeah. They didn't pay for this. Yeah, this, a- this swerve in the movie I was not expecting. No. It's like out of nowhere, he just goes homicidal. And the insult. Dr. Addictive butt face. I'm glad you wrote it down. Look, man, (laughs) you know I'm mad when I break out butt face. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What I thought was weird is that they credit him as such at the end. That is true, yeah. That's uh, Dr. Addictive Butt Face Beresford, which now that I say it together is very funny. (laughs) A.B. Beresford. It rolls off your tongue. It really does, Tim. So uh, he just crushes him into a concrete wall. Over and over and yeah. over, and we're 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 doing the Gallagher watermelon dig again as we're seeing shit just splatter the hood. And and yeah, because just... some intern is standing at like three o'clock from where the car is and throwing blood on it. Yep, <laughs> and he's just like, "Thanks for the ride, doctor," and bam, runs him over again. Uh, then I, I was I was so disappointed in the next minute. Yeah. Because then that we were just making that turn. The the car starts. How leaking. great would that have been, right? If that's where this movie went. Yeah, Holy exactly. Fuck. I know, I know. Oh my god, but it's so fun. But then the car starts leaking gas, and I guess just a magical wire falls out of the car and ignites it. Car just blows up. Really smash it three times into a fucking concrete wall. And True. A doctor. Yeah, and uh, nope, he wakes up. It was just a dream. It was just a dream. It was all a dream. So it was one of those, <laughs> that red pill, that was one of those pills that makes you pass out and have a crazy nightmare. <laughs> I love those pills. Yeah. I think those are screamers, right? Yeah. I yeah. take those all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that was just a dream. So he checks his pocket and you don't see the pill, but later you see him with the pill in his pocket. So I don't, I don't know how to quite follow that. I put it up there really? with the hatch that didn't open. Yeah, because when he goes down to talk to the creepy pharmacist Wally, Tim, he pulls the red pill out of his pocket and shows it to him. Oh, yeah, he does. So hmm. he both took the pill and didn't take the he pill. He does. Maybe he's like open up. Well, that was pre-Tylenol days, right? So you could probably open up the capsule and just like pour the powder in your mouth. Oh, you think he didn't? (laughs) Just to get that like super quick effect. He just rubbed it into his gums. Maybe he snorted it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's colon rolling, Tim. Maybe he stuffed it up his asshole. (laughs) Fucking Tylenol poison that fucked it up for everybody. God damn it. We were all having so much fun pretending to run over our boss, Tim. They had to go put Tylenol in it. Fuck us up. 
Yeah. So uh, now then, then we have Alex talking to Wally, the creepy pharmacist, right? I love, I love having Wally in here. I, I, wish, <laughs> I wish he was doing the voice. I wish he was. Yeah. If he was doing the Roger Rabbit voice. This is Charles Fleischer. This is the Roger Rabbit. Yep. yep. Uh, and Wally from Demon Knight is Candace and I. Well, so that's lovingly, his best role. <laughs> lovingly recall of the incel postman. Oh, is that? Is, or if he was I, just like, I've heard of all this. This is Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Where this other hospital and this fucking bitch came in? She couldn't fucking sleep. Yeah, let me tell you. Dawkins starts coming in with their guitars like, no, 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 get out. Oh, leave. Get out of here, Dawkins. Nobody asked for you again. Damn it, Dawkins. I told you to stay out of here. <laughs> oh, man. So, so we find out that Beresford's been, been drugging all of the patients with like meth and LSD. <laughs> everything. Everything that would make their condition worse. Yeah. yeah. It was basically we have this whole like he lists it all off and he, and they've been giving each patient the exact thing they shouldn't be taking. Yeah. And Alex is like, oh son of a bitch. He was trying oh, to wait, he was giving that guy Viagra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's this blue pill I keep taking? <laughs> what was the promo code for that blue pill? Hmm, which one should I take? <laughs> oh, maybe that's why he was rushing to get his pills, remember? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know me at feeding time. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, and he just... I, I do love that Wally pockets the violet THC too on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the other guy broke the fucking cabinet, so he yep. did not technically he did not break the law, right? Yep, yep. This is and I just wrote down this is a yobo move because he's of just going to be like, yeah, Alex stole a vial of THC and then <laughs> I ran like off. Like I man. said, my fingerprints are on the fucking broken glass, so. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Alex runs, and on his way up, he, he tells a nurse, he's like, hey, call the cops. It's fucking Dr. Uh, uh, addictive butt face. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Uh, a, B. <laughs> so she picks up the phone, and she's all like, give me the police, stat. And I'm like, yes, somebody yeah, said stat. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Stat. You can't say, you can't say stat in that situation. <laughs> Try it. Uh, Who is she talking to? She can't dial an outside <laughs> line. She can't. Dial, you can't dial nine one one from a fucking inside line. Right? You have to dial what nine and then nine 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 one one. I knew this was going to drive you insane, too. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Sorry. it. So uh, Alex hits the fire alarm on the way out. He runs into Cynthia. He's like, uh, "Hey, man, look, I got to tell you what's going on here. That 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 uh, the doctor, he's he's the bad guy. He's been doping everybody up." She's like, "No, man, it's not. It wasn't the doctor. It's fucking Harris. It's the cult leader. See, he's uh, he's real. And oh shit, he's behind you. Yeah, she is high <laughs> off her tits. Yeah, yep. and he. Oh, this this is what he tells her. He loves her too. <sighs> Alex is like, "Look, I love Lots you. Let's, moment. let's get out of here." She's like, "Okay." I'll pretend to love you. Get me out of here. Then we'll talk. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Plausible deniability. So, yeah. So, uh, he, yeah. Beresford comes up, KOs Alex from behind with, what the fuck? Like a crutch? Yeah. What was that? I don't even know. Knocks him out. It's a shillelagh. Shillelagh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Takes his shillelagh, KOs his ass. And uh, uh, takes, uh, takes old Cynthia out of there. So Alex wakes up, right? 
he walks through a hall where they just got a bunch of a- uh, extras and they said, <laughs> okay, act crazy. And just everyone's uh, daffy ducking. Yeah. yeah, I love this. There's a fire alarm, and then just as soon as the fire alarm goes off, automatically all the fucking nut hatches open up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have that note too. Yeah. I like that. That's not how it works. You now you're a roasted nut. Yeah. <laughs> so your your move, Tim, is just leave them in their cell. Uh, yeah. No, but you gotta have something Bake a little them. bit more orderly than Bake all the fucking them. doors open up at the same goddamn time, right? <laughs> Well, what do you do? Because on one hand... I mean, it they're... worked in Cabin in the Woods. That's <laughs> true. There you go, see? <laughs> on, on one hand, there might be a fire. But on the other hand, it was just sprinkling blood. So that could put the fire out, maybe. I don't That's know. That's true, yeah. I guess it was could... a later Slayer song. You don't burn it, like get hepatitis. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man. Then I, I just have that the, they he heads upstairs to go find her, right? And she's on the ledge and you've got Beresford trying to talk her like, Hey, you know, you, what do you see? Is it, is it cool down there? Does it look like candy? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, man, it looks There's pizza down there. Yeah. He's like, you should totally jump and try to land on your head. And I bet you can like, land in that little glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you, you know what? Wings. She's like, you know what? Maybe I should. And then no shit. Alex and fucking Beresford have a like Harry Potter wand battle psychology <laughs> off. Yep. That's it, folks. That's our epic fucking battle at the end is the two of them trying to psychology her into not or jumping off mm-hmm. of the building. So he should they, just turned around to turn his back and said, I don't believe in Freud. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Beresford? I don't believe in you. No, wait, that's Freddy. Fuck. And he goes, Fuck. No! Turns into like sparkles. <laughs> turns into wishes. Oh, man. Then she lands on a car that looks like Freddy under there. That'd be great. No, so oh, it's it's that one, that striped convertible. Yep, yep. It so is a convertible, so. Her, her ass swan dives off of it, right? Wakes up in front of the cold house. I'm like, what the fuck? Again? The movie's starting over. Movie's starting over. She walks into the house, but this time she sees the leader, Harris, up on the stairs, and he's like, come on, girl, it's it's time. Come on, love child. It's she, t- uh, t- time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the song kicks on, you know. It's it's fun. Damn, Ken, you sang like three times in this goddamn episode. <laughs> this is a musical episode. And uh, she reaches her hand out for him, but no, it, it turns out that it's... It's Alex's hand. He caught her over the edge of the building. Yay. No physical way he could have done this. And, and I then, just I just yeah. love this during this entire fight, how high she is. How incredibly oh, yeah. high she is. She's yes, just she's like, she's, like, like, she's all like, smiling. Hang <laughs> of the building with yeah. She's got those hundred milligram pieces. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even break from the her. thousand gram envelope, yeah. That's right. Yeah, she didn't even break him into parts there. Uh, so Just emptied the bag. Now he's he's holding on to it. Now he's doing a cliffhanger while having a psychology off with Beresford, and Pretty I'm like, incredible. man, <laughs> man, he's he's just using all of his power here. But uh, Beresford finally decides, hey, you know what? I could just push you. <laughs> like I am physically up here in the same place as you. I, Don't I have can to try to psychology you, right? I could just push you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he goes to push Alex off. 
Can't, can't quite get him, though. Reaches down, grabs a syringe, and just starts stabbing the fuck out of his hand with oh, it. Oh, it looks so painful. God. Damn, man. Stab me in the hand with a fucking knife or a piece of glass, not a fucking needle. Yeah, it's pretty gross, for sure. Uh, then the cops pop in from behind. Remember the cop? For, again, mm-hmm. from the again. beginning. The hospital. Yeah. Still hoping she'll die. He pops up with his gun, and he's all like, all right, everybody, get up and explain what you're doing. <laughs> what? <laughs> so they do. And Alex is like, look, man, this guy Beresford's an asshole. I don't know if you heard earlier when I called him a butt face. I meant it. <laughs> Never meant anything so hard. So the cop's like, okay, uh, but fa- I mean Beresford, uh, what's your what's your story? And he's like, look, man, this guy, this guy Alex went cuckoo pants, and he he uh, he's in love with her, and he's trying to like get her to jump off the building. It's like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And Alex is like, no, look at my hand, he stabbed it. Then Beresford's gambit, his move, right. He pulls out a gun. This makes no, no, no. He steals a gun he, from a cop. He steals the cop's gun <laughs> and then puts it up to his head. And he's like, but what about Upside this? down, no less. Yeah. Look at me. I'm, I'll show you who's not crazy. Look, I'm gangster. Look how I'm holding my gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he thought. I saw Scarface. Maybe he thought if he shoots himself with the gun upside down, then it's like opposite. So it doesn't kill him. It kills Alex. <laughs> so they're all like, no, dude, don't kill yourself. And he's like, aha, I fooled you, Alex. I'm going to shoot you instead. Yeah, he was great. The cool trick, dude. <laughs> but, uh, well, because right you're then. all worried and you're confused because you're worried that he might kill himself. And you can feel like, why the fuck is he holding the gun like that? Yeah. That's how he gets a drop on you. Yep. Yep. You know what? It's it's a gambit to run. It doesn't work every time, but when it works, it, it's like the flea flicker, right? Every once in a while, you can pull it off. If you're in that situation that he's in, what are you going to do? Hail Mary it, I suppose, Tim. So, uh, yeah, so then she snaps out of her drug haze and notices, like, wait a minute, that guy that I thought was the cult leader, and then I snapped out of it and he wasn't, now he, he is the cult leader again. She rushes over toward Buttface and shoves him off the building. <laughs> and we get Take that and, face. and we get my favorite yep, yep, part yep, yep, yep. of the oh my fucking God, this movie. Is the best part of the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Tim, what is it, buddy? The cop just looks and goes, huh? he shrugs, and that's it. He's like, I wanted blood. I don't care whose blood it is. I got somebody's blood. I'm happy. The case closed. The 13 years, just, I can retire. The cop's just like, well, I got nothing to do here now. <laughs> this ain't my paperwork. He fucking leaves. He just walks off. Strolls yeah. away whistling. I'm telling you, I think the cop was in the, also in the mental institution. It drove him crazy that he couldn't fucking solve this case. I wish he would and have at least like looked at Alex and just been like, everybody gets one and then leave or something. <laughs> something. But no, he just walks away silently and it's almost better. It's almost perfect. He shrugs. All right, Bobby. Yeah. He shrugs like Christopher George shrugs and Enter the Dragon after he gets fucking <laughs> shot, right? He gets it with the fucking yeah. arrow. like, Ugh! and then a, that's it. It's kind of a real, like, all right, fair enough. 
<laughs> you got me. Yeah. Cut, yeah, to, that's it. cut to Sweet Child of Mine in, in credits, folks. That's yeah, bad. Yeah, I love that just the song comes in. And it's so loud when it comes yeah. to you. Like I said earlier, it's like a pop-up ad oh. showed up in this movie. It's so good, man. Fantastic <laughs> yeah. movie. Coming up next, Guns N' Roses, Behind the, <laughs> behind the Roses. Uh, it's a fantastic movie, Bobby. What a what a great fucking pick! Yeah, I was delighted on it's, the rewatch, guys. Yeah. Like I, this was this was dope. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really didn't know what it. to expect, but I really like this movie. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie too. It was just stupid enough, like with all the dumb inconsistencies, to be mm-hmm. fun. And, and it's what you like, want with the practical effects, just also being like, there's no way this doesn't like the soundtrack. This doesn't belong in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's too good. What the fuck? Like, a really competently made bad movie. Yeah. Plus, really interesting music choices. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, I think my I only... mean, there's money behind this movie. You can't have... Yes. You can't have a low-budget yeah. fuck... There's no way that the original Nightmare on Elm Street 1 or 2 even gets this kind of soundtrack, no. right? $5 million dollar budget. Jesus Christ. And they used man. every penny of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wish they had a little more money. They could lean harder into the Dream Warrior shit just so I could have seen like a like a Richard Lynch snake. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. So you give Or at the all. very least, Richard Lynch in a tuxedo. Yeah, I don't need Dean Cameron with like dream powers, though. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, no, no Dean Cameron, at first yeah. glance, you're like, oh, this kid's getting turned into a marionette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, we're not going to see his dream powers. No, he's getting walked out. He's he's fine. <laughs> hey, and you this know what? Man out. If if only he would have been a mute too, then it would have been so much better <laughs> with his fucking one. That's I not guess his they, strength. I guess they thought like he was funny. They saw him in in summer school, and they're like, "Look, dude, just you know, improv." Do I that. just I don't care. I because I've seen the picture of what he looks like now. Yeah, yeah. No matter what, I still can't. I can't take that guy serious. No, just because of summer school. <laughs> just that. no. Well, fair point, fair point. So, uh, yeah, I think that wraps it up for Bad Dreams. Bobby, If uh, thank you, first of all, so much for being yeah. on the oh, show. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me back on. It's, I always love always it Always good picks. Always good picks. Always a good time. Thank you. And uh, if, if people want to keep the good time rolling here, Bobby, and they want a little more Bobby in their day, what what should they do? Well, if you're listening to this, folks at home, I'm sure you already know, but my home turf is the Grind Bin Podcast. Uh, Every member of the Bloody Bits Horror Show is a frequent contributor over on my side of the street, so check us out over there. And uh, if you're part of this family and just can't get enough, check us out on Patreon as well. Yeah, of course. Patreon.com forward slash Grind Bin. Give give them your money. Their their bonus episodes. Give Bloody Bits your money and then give us your money. Fantastic. The mini bins. Love them. Uh, what about you, Tim? Anything you want people to pay attention to on the internet? Uh, just as always, pay attention to us, please. And uh, if you can't uh, join the Patreon, give us five stars on whatever you listen to. And, of course, listen to the Grind Bin and Mustachio Pagastio. Of course. And uh, Candace, what about you? Well, just at HorrorHoochie69 on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can follow Tim at Yobo Gold on Twitter. You can follow me at Eddie the Axe or at Bloody Bits for the show's official Twitter account, but I never use it. Uh, you can and next week uh, special guest host Elon Musk. Elon Musk is going to be on the show. Yeah, we're. I can't wait to hear him. what he thinks of Evil Dead. Yeah, <laughs> about what he thinks about Evil Dead Rise exactly. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you want more of us, check us out at Patreon.com forward slash Bloody Bits for access to our bonus episodes, including the upcoming Evil Dead Rise episode and access to our blood bank with all. Almost more than you want to watch is what it is. <laughs> 5,700 fucking movies. Incredible. Uh, 
Amityville. And we take requests. Okay. Amityville vibrator we just added, Tim. What? <laughs> what? If they ain't got it, you don't want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching that tonight. On. Amityville vibrator? Yep. I think we need to stream that. Come I on. think we do. It came out in 2020, mm. and Tim, it, it sounds fantastic. Oh, it's a COVID movie. Yeah, so oh, if you want to see a COVID vibrator from Amityville. Well, that's why, yeah. That's why she's locked in a fucking Amityville haunted house. She needs a fucking vibrator. Haunted vibrator. That's, yeah. Oh, by the way, don't watch that movie, The Special. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I'll talk about that on the bonus episode. Uh, so, yeah. Check us out, you know, and if you can, give us a five-star review on the podcast app of your choice. But for Bobby, Tim, and Candace, I think that this is how we end it. Goodbye. <laughs>